G'day and welcome to On The Esky, a sports podcast where we like to wrap up the week that was in sport, smash a few Scotty cans and talk some absolute dribble on the menu for today. We are live, Big Bash final, live, sixes and scorches. A uh, little bit of a, a weird one here with a few fill-ins been called up at the last minute for the sixes. Uh, we also will talk a little bit South Africa, India, a little bit England, West Indies. Women's Ashes is on and under-19 World Cup heading into the semifinals. NFL, baby, conference champs uh, around the corner. We will review last week's action and preview this week, plus a look back at the round ball sports that we like, the NBA and soccer. We'll talk about everyone's favourite baller, Alex the White Mamba Caruso, poor fella. As soon as he came back in, he's back out. Uh, and we'll chat some elite-level international football. Am I talking France-Germany? Am I talking Brazil-Argentina? No, I'm talking Socceroos-Vietnam. I'm talking Gambia, Equatorial <laughs> Guinea. All the big hitters, boys. All the big hitters. Africa Cup of Nations uh, into the quarterfinals. Uh, we review, speaking of Africa, uh, the, the, the king of Africa, the king of the world, the heavyweight champ of the world, Francis Ngannou, reclaimed his mm. throne uh, the, at UFC 270. Uh, we'll recap the fights uh, that happened there. Australian Open, it's a party party. Fingers crossed. She plays tomorrow night. She's through to the final. First Aussie woman into the Australian Open final since 1980. Uh, that was uh, yeah, pretty much when, when you old fucks were born. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the Special K's have been doing a little bit. They've, they've uh, brought a little bit of Happy Gilmore to golf and a Rafa resurgence. Plus Medvedev sits a pass live. Please remember we have timestamps below. You can skip to the sports that you like or if you're an absolute nutter, just watch it all. Uh, check us just uh, subscribe even on the YouTube. Follow on Instagram. On my left, I have podcast James. Jimmy, how are you, mate? How was your week? <laughs> yeah, good. Busy week. Um, can you get stuck in the sport? Mm -hmm. um, obviously with the tennis uh, coming to the end of the Open. Um, yeah, good to see some hot... Holy contested matches. Um, and yeah, UFC 270 was great over the weekend. And Sean, what are you uh, looking forward to more? The uh, NFL uh, conference ch uh, champs or the birth of your second child, which is pending any day? Uh, well, That's I a know, tough one. <laughs> I know one becomes comes before the other, hopefully. So <laughs> let's go with the, the playoffs because they happen on Monday. Uh, the, the baby, that's that's another week away. We'll, we'll get to that. When we no, get they, to they never come early, I heard. <laughs> Always on the day that it's due. Uh, so Sean on our right is about to become a second time daddy. Uh, so this may or may not be the last little episode for a little while. We'll keep you posted on our socials. Uh, what we like to do is shout a beer to commend uh, excellent sporting performance throughout the week. Uh, I shall be shouting Heather Knight. Uh, she's playing for the England uh, women's test team. She had 122 not for England. That was 60% of their runs in uh, their first innings at the Theatre of Dreams, Monica Oval. Uh, so much like Joe Root, uh, really taking um, you know the whole team and putting it on her back. Uh, they'll be back out there for day three in the women's ashes tomorrow. Uh, Max, another lady. Um, yeah. Probably gets a little bit more support from her, her teammates, but uh, one Ooh. of the best female athletes in the world we are talking about. Yep. Uh, so this week I am shouting Sam Kerr a beer. Um, I think a second beer. Yeah, mm. yeah I was going to say, you're gonna, you guys probably will need to listen back to see how many times we shouted her a beer already. Um, this, might be, this might be two or three. Yeah. Anyway. Be pushing it. Yeah. She's, she's been having a crack a year. She deserved um, a six-pack <laughs> after dropping that mop with the old hip and shoulder a few months ago. She did, she did. Um, yeah, so leaps and bounds. So... 
after that spectacular um, show of athleticism, um, she's only gone and broken uh, the Australian all-time goal-scoring record um, mm. previously previously held by Tim Cahill. Mm. Um, so during the week, um, the Matildas uh, were, quali- were going through a qualifying game for the Asian Cup uh, up, up against uh, Indonesia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They, they won fourteen on them or something. Eighteen nil. Eighteen nil. Yeah, they <laughs> smoked. Them. They smoked them. Um, Sam Kerr herself catching about five. I think it was five goals or five goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, that got her the record uh, for total or yeah total goals scored by an Australian at fifty four. Uh, Cahill was previously at fifty. Um, yeah. And then on top of that. We had Australia Day the other day, and mm-hmm. she won a Order of Australia medal. Right. So I am Sam Kerr. That's it, yeah. So congratulations on having a stellar year. Um, hope it keeps going and next beer's on me. The way she's going, she could score 100 goals. Like, she's not that Ooh, old. Yeah. No. Uh, she no. s- scores them at will. And, yeah, with that kind of weak-ish um, opposition in the in the AFC, uh, plenty of opportunities plus to, they're playing to put, put heaps in the old onion bag. Yeah, plus mm. they're playing a heap more Australian games as well. Like the, yeah. the women's international game is definitely picking up and <laughs> – so, yeah, lots of potential opportunities for her to put away goals um, in the future. Which is good for the Australian side as well. Bloody eyes, bloody eyes. Australian eyes. soccer, yeah. Uh, Sean, you're shouting. This is, uh, I, I want to see your angle on this one. I'll, I'll come back to this. <laughs> uh, I think, I think we've both, all of us have overlooked Dylan Al- Alcott. We should probably give him a shout of beer yes. for one yes. winning Australian of the year and then two, uh, he's playing his last tennis match um, the other night and finishing up his career. So Yeah, yeah. Didn't, get the, didn't get the dream finish no, that he was after. He, he won his uh, semi, had to fly up to Canberra for the Australia Day ceremonies and then mm. was flown back yeah. uh, so I don't know maybe a little bit of fatigue involved there uh, went down to the Dutchman uh, but yeah a, a stellar career uh, maybe we Definitely. don't need to shout him one because from what <laughs> he, I could, he, 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 well he had the he had the water bottles in the back of the in the back of the wheelchair both filled with beer and was doing one of yep. the Channel 7 interviews <laughs> on, the, on the beers so maybe he doesn't need what maybe he needs a hair of the dog who, who knows maybe. after a um, after maybe a, a night of celebrating just uh, keep that party uh, rolling a stellar a stellar career yeah. So the the one I originally had a, as a shout of beer was actually Barry Bonds. Mm-hmm. Uh, you both know who Barry Bonds is. Yeah, big baseball fans, but I think hard our- not to know Barry Bonds, possibly for some of the wrong reasons. Well, ex- exactly. So unfortunately for Barry Bonds, uh, and the reason I decided to shout him beer because he probably needs one, he is now out of Hall of Fame eligibility. He will never be in uh, the NBA Hall of Fame. NBL, uh, <laughs> MLB, sorry. Jesus. We're starting early today. Yeah. Uh, in the Baseball Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never be in the NBA yeah. Hall of Fame because you never <laughs> played a game of baseball. <laughs> Same as uh, me. <laughs> uh, it, I've got a better chance. Yeah. Major League Baseball. Um, so, yes, yeah, see, well, uh, under the current uh, scheme and the process, he mm. won't make it in his, through his normal eligibility. Maybe they'll do a seniors thing mm-hmm. in, the, in the very future where he could possibly get in. But, yes, he's missed out on his eligibility considering he's, I think, one of the all-time uh, run scorers in the league um, yep. ever uh, and has set records, crazy, crazy number of records. And he's essentially the face of the steroid era <laughs> and in the MLB and yeah. he's kind of been painted that way. So. Uh, and it, has he been scapegoated here? Because are you telling me that Barry Bonds was the only guy drinking yeah. uh, throughout the MLB? And, or well, I, I think a there's lot of American sport or all sport. Yeah, at, exactly. At and I think there's a few that during that era as well uh, who potentially might have been on on the spicy juice mm. um, have mm. already in the Hall of Fame. But yeah, him as the the face as the one the most known uh, of you know have 
potentially have done all that because I don't even think he was, um, uh, was it not found guilty? But uh, you know, oh no, he got, he got no, he, he got, got in trouble. He got in trouble. I know he got sure. in trouble a, a bunch, but I just I don't actually remember if you've tested officially positive with the way they tested athletes in in um, in baseball. So. Obviously, anyway. big, big baseball aficionados here. <laughs> well, it was so, 90s history, so it was really early for us. But mm. I just think it was a big story with uh, him and, you know, American sports and kind of mm. where he was at the pinnacle mm. uh, to then, you know, essentially be rejected from the Hall of Fame just because of the spicy juice that everyone else was taking. Just because. Yeah. <laughs> Lance so, Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> everyone else was cheating. That's why do you get scapegoated? Exactly. So that's how, how does that's it why, work? That's why they never gave that those medals to anyone else because they're all doing it. Yeah, so. they go back like to like 20-something for yeah. the yeah. – like that like wasn't cheating on, on Le Tour. Max, yeah. what do you got for us? Uh, no, I was just going to ask a question. How does it work? So after his career, there's a certain number of years yes. before he becomes el- eligible. Yep. And then he has – was it about 10 years – I'd to get so. voted in, and then if he's not voted in by then, he's not eligible for the Hall of Fame, Correct. at least at this point in time. Correct. And I'm not right. sure if they do a seniors thing like the NFL does mm. for the guys that, like, you know, to get the second round of yep. – they re- re-evaluate them when they're, you know, if most of them they've either passed or they're in very, you know, 70s or 80s at that point. Yep. Who's the decision? Right. Is, it, is it the league, like the league that – no, so it's it's photo. It's the exact same as the um, NFL. The NFL, where it's media, it's the yeah. writers, so the, the baseball writers and the fans from across the across the country. From it's voted, the, yeah, by a whole bunch of people, yeah, and they've all you know essentially. It's not a legitimate election. <laughs> yeah, blacklisted him. So. Russian collusion. Recount the votes. <laughs> Recount the votes. Anyways, from one uh, sport that we sort of. Understand to one that we well bat and ball to another bat and ball yeah bat and ball to one that we yeah, sort of understand <laughs> uh, cricket we do have the big bash final as aforementioned live uh, the Sixers and Scorchers uh, a repeat of last year's final and the Sixers going for the three peat um, they've off to a red hot start here three for twenty two some big guns uh, gone early for the Perth Scorchers we'll keep an eye on that as <laughs> that as it unfolds let's look back uh, well, to to the other finals go, go. no no go go uh, knockout. Knockout. We, you know, we talk about the the challenger. Are you ready? The gladiator. Are you ready? There's just one called the knockout. Did did they do yeah. the the final series in a much more condensed way? It no. seemed to pass like really quickly. Well, I think they? that might have been your attention on it. I think it was the exact same way as it was done last year. Five versus four, a knockout. Yeah. Uh, two versus three, winner goes into play one, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. A very strange way to do. Uh, an eight-team competition, having the top five go through, Making keeps sure, yeah. one franchise alive. Uh, again, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll we'll talk about the Big Bash League and and where it's at uh, in a, in a second. Let's look at let's look back because there were a few good games this weekend, and my word, we needed some good Big Bash games. Uh, the Strikers Thunder in the knockout. Um, so this uh, for for a chance to play in the challenges against uh, against the Sixers. Strikers Thunder. Uh, Strikers bat first and makes six for 184. Ian Cobain, as in Kurt Cobain. Down, get down, 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 down. Yeah, Cobain, that's how you pronounce that one. Uh, that's how six- he likes to pronounce it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Phonetically, one would think Cockbane. Uh, anyways, I think it's Cobain. I've seen, I've seen uh, Coburns before. I have well. seen Coburns. Coburns, well. yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, that's probably how I'd, cha- <laughs> I'd pronounce it or change my name. Also, my name's spelt unusually and no one can pronounce it, so each to their own. Matt Short, he chipped in with 39 and Tanvir mm. Sanger, Stake Sanger, uh, 12 or 15 with the ball. 
the Thunder, they went ag- agonisingly close. Mm-hmm. Uh, his non-related uh, Stake Sanger partner, Jason Sanger, he made 61 with the bat. Alex Ross uh, playing against his... his uh, his former side there, uh, 56, mm. uh, but the game went right down to the wire. As we see, another wicket. The Nathan Lyon the c- coming off not bowling a ball down in Hobart <laughs> and leading the Australian team through some wild celebrations. Uh, he did ha- – what, 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 what did he say? Oh, yeah. he, he got stuck into Warner saying, hey, 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 I made a few runs with the bat. Davey, yeah. Davey had, a, had a pair. I did more than Davey. Why is everyone getting stuck into me for not doing anything? That's he's it. got a good sense of humour, the boy from young. And tell you what, he's, he's, uh, he's putting the sixes in a really commanding position here, two for five off his mm-hmm. first over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scorch is in a bit of trouble. We'll keep yeah. an eye on it. Um, let's look back to the challenger. Are you ready? Uh, the, the sixes played the strikers. Uh, pretty ordinary crowd in at the SCG. Uh, obviously, some COVID restrictions, but even uh, in the areas that that were allowed, it looked. Uh, what a, night was a, that? Sub a sub par Australia Day. Yeah, so yeah. potentially they're out doing other things. And yeah, get around I think the, the idea is you know it's Australia Day, but I think what they should do with Australia Day being a Wednesday with no day that, that day off the next day, make it an afternoon game. You know, yep. like a two p.m. Yeah, have a barbie and watch the cricket. Two, well, yeah, two p.m. Mm. Australia Day. I think yep. that I think that might go better for for both uh, viewership and and attendance. Uh, a few people were saying on on Australia Day they're they're too blind to watch anything <laughs> at, at eight o'clock in the, in the <laughs> evening. Anyway, uh, I don't know if you got to back up for work uh, as as many people did uh, this this one. Yeah, p- p- peculiar. Again, we'll talk about the the whole running of the Big Bash in just a second. Let's focus on the good things because this was a cracking game. Uh, Josh Philippi. Uh, our, our boy Josh Philippi, he's, he's got the COVID. He's not playing tonight. He didn't play um, uh, two nights ago. So Big Jay Lenton steps in to keep. Household name, I'm sure you're aware of him. Uh, so he was uh, the assistant coach uh, involved in, you know, essentially giving throwdowns, uh, fielding practice, hitting catches, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Philippi goes out. They can't get anyone in due to COVID protocols. They say, yep, you're up, next man up. Didn't even have a kit bag. <laughs> and uh, he went out there and, and kept wicket uh, for for the sixes. Uh, the strikers batted first. Uh, and made a uh, 167. Uh, the big names, they, they failed to fire. Carey, Short, Head, uh, all all uh, done pretty early. And that man, Ian, dunk, 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 Cobain, <laughs> uh, 48 from 42. Uh, he's done well there. I did see uh, like he was another sort of ring-in from club cricket, and uh, his b- big bash uh, average was like 50-something, and in club cricket, he's been averaging like 30-something. So he just really <laughs> stepped up. Stepped Loves up to, the pressure. Yeah, to the big occasion. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about Hayden Kerr in a second. It's t- Talking of uh, loving pressure, mm. John O'Wells and Matt Renshaw amongst the runs there. Sean Abbott, the best of bowlers. That man, Hayden Kerr. Okay, Philippi out. Uh, that means they need an opener. Uh, he had been uh, essentially in the sixes uh, for his bowling. Uh, no one really knew what he could do with the bat. I'm, I'm sure uh, only the most, um, you know, inner circles in the Sydney Sixers or, yeah. or the most keen of keen Big Bash fans would know uh, this man uh, and what he was capable of. Uh, I believe mm. before this game, his highest score with the bat was 22. Uh, and he goes out, opens, and makes 98 in a, in a semi-final. Uh, I'll call it a semi-final or as opposed to a challenger. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> um, and, and, what it is. and set up uh, one of the most unbelievable final overs you'll ever see. You caught this uh, mm-hmm. late, late the other night. Yep. Thoughts? Uh, 
entertaining. It's so it's good. it's what what the Big Bash League like kind of needed. Yeah. Um, mm. Considering you know the, all the talk about the Sixers uh, leading into both that match and this one is about mm. how Steve Smith can't get a gig, mm. uh, and you know how much of a big name he is, and they're having to play guys like you mentioned that. Have really no we're, we're, no star power at all. Yeah, we're, we're, we're doing throwdowns. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. no Jay Linton, I'm sure yeah. he's a well accomplished cricketer in his own right, but uh, yeah, hadn't hadn't been even prepared to to go in there yeah. and and star. Um, but to go down in, to the wire like that and yeah. to, to to finish, you know, on the last ball and to get the winning runs there, that it's it's what you, it's what you kind of play for. You want that competitive. Uh, fight right at the end. That's why you watch five days of test match to try and get to that point of hey, now it all matters. It's all on the line. What you're going to do? So that's right. We saw yeah. we saw in Sydney them getting there after five days and in this sort of short format, which has been created to have these circumstances. Yeah, uh, we, yeah. The big bash and the viewers, I think, really needed a finish like mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Um, finishing on a on a on a misfield. Uh, but he would have been. Oh, well, they were getting the two anyway. They, yeah, they were safe. And he would have been busting his ass in there to just try and get it in to try and force a super over. Can't blame the fieldsman there. Yep. Interesting uh, move with Jordan Silk getting a retired hurt for the, the for the star of the show, Jay Lenton, to yeah. and, and run from the other end. Uh, a few unhappy people uh, in the Adelaide I think uh, the, brigade. For, for I think the commentators were getting stuck into it. But the other thing is, if he runs the next. The, the next that last ball and has mm. to run the two and tears his hamstring and then it's got to be out for the next six months while he does rehab. Like that, that, the bloke was hurt. Like fuck, who cares? It, it didn't matter if the they wanted anyway. to. Yeah, it didn't matter in the end. But <laughs> well, it didn't matter but, because of the misfield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that could have gone anywhere. I think could at have. the time it did yeah. matter. Yeah, but Which, hey, he, he's allowed to retire hurt. He was hurt. It's not like. We we had the fat boy out there and retired him hurt, so we get someone in there with a bit more pace. Mm. He, he was he yeah. legitimately had an injury, so it was fair to retire him for the last ball. So I don't think any issue. And if the worst had, worst that happens, you would have all felt like they would all felt like fucking idiots for letting him run out there with on one leg. Um, I suppose so. Boys, big bash. Where's it at? Uh, you'd think of it. Look, I suppose there has been a thing called the pandemic that's happened over the last few years. Maybe that's played into it a little bit. Yeah. You think of where the Big Bash was at, say, four years ago, where Adelaide Oval was selling out every single time they had a game. Uh, you know, the Wacker well, was... Well, even last year, was, I well, thought it was well, still no, a good well, tournament. Well, the, the, well, their ratings have been down yeah. in the last couple of years, and definitely. Number one, number one fuck up. Let's schedule games at the same time as Ashes games. Yeah. Are on, at literally the same time. Not on the same yeah. day. I don't mind the whole, oh, here's a little bit of, you know... Um, big bash, a little bit of colour, mm. you know, in yep. the lead up to a day night Ashes game. Same broadcaster, aren't they? The, the Same broadcaster. Yeah, yeah, so. They had Channel Seven going. Here's the Ashes. Uh, do you want to <laughs> see the last, you know, hour of, of Australia and England in a hundred and forty year old, uh, hundred and thirty year old? Uh, let's take a hundred and forty year old. <laughs> quick mass, hundred and forty year old. A long time. No, hundred and forty. Uh, that that number again is one hundred and forty. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Ten-year-old tournament. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Let, let's put it on at the same time as this game, which was essentially uh, created to get more involved. You know, more involvement in cricket. In the young get, fans getting yeah the younger fans in, the more casual fans in. Let's schedule it on at the same time as the Ashes. Who whose idea was that? And then throw it on the same channel and go, hey guys, you, you want to look at this? And you go, mm. no, I'm right. I'm good right here. Thanks, man. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that's yeah. one thing that they've got to look at and go. Oh, that probably wasn't the best well, idea. It was. It was Prime's first year with both. Well, it was first, its first year with. Um, was it? Oh. I thought Prime had. You're normally pretty good with broadcasting. I feel like Seven had both last year as well. You did, yeah. Did they have India and the? I can't remember when they switched I, for ten. I think it so. could. It could have been, yeah. 
Uh, but then again, India's, uh, I guess an Indian tour is still pretty big. It's not the Ashes, but it's still a massive tournament. Sure. A and, massive series, sorry. And two day-night day tests in this one compared to one yeah. day-night. That, that forces a few uh, few more clashes. I think, the, again, this maybe some of the logistics as well around COVID when oh, they could yeah, play right. games mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. like that. It, it really hurt them. But overall, I think the length is probably the biggest issue. Um, Everyone playing each other twice. Yeah, all and spread over like a long time and now it's – uh, what is actually? I think if uh, the last two years they've finished just before school's gone back, which is preferable to I think the year before that they had it running into February. Um, you know, you all the kids would be back at school by that point, and you you miss the you miss the finals. Well, here, here's one for you. I I think they could do a condensed version and shout it to uh, friend Steam, of the Esky, yeah. uh, Michael Steamson, uh, for sort of running this past us and and mm. people have sort of thought about it. Why can't you just run it over, say, four or five weeks? Okay, the, maybe the finals go into your school holidays, but then you can sort of have finals on the weekend or, or, or one final on, the, on that Wednesday. Yep. Start it as soon as the Sydney test finishes or, um, you know, whatever is going to be the, the last test mm. of the year. Start it as soon as that finishes. Two games, you know, one early, one evening um, throughout all of January into, into the start mm. of February. The test players can can have a break through the early period and then come back. So you got mm. all your big stars coming through, and then and just don't put it on at the, at the same time as test cricket because anyone that's been a fan of the game growing up, you know what you're going to watch. Yeah, if you've got you know the the not to take the piss too much, but you know the, the pajama yeah. boys going at it, or you know yeah yeah Australia and England, I know what I'm watching. Yeah, I've, yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, I think. Long term, potentially they could do that. I've, the issue I've got uh, with the logistics of travel and COVID, etc. There's going to be hard. On, let's blame it on the cocoa. Yeah, it's if that to, to <laughs> pull blame it on the moonlight. To, well, to pull off a, like blame a four week tournament where they're playing every two to three days and moving them around all over the country to to play those games and having the grounds ready, etc., etc., etc. I think you could have done it in 2018. I don't think you can do it currently. You can do a lot of things in 2018 that you can't do these days. Yes, um, also very true. <laughs> let's, so. let's, you know what? Let's pick yeah. a common factor here. Let's blame it on McGowan. Let's just, <laughs> let's, let's just say all yeah. the world's problems, yeah. McGowan. Yeah. Easy, it did kind of easy, stem from e- him. Easy fix. Easy fix. Yeah. It's, yeah, it stemmed from him. Um, but yeah. So, um, I think it's, it's, the, it's definitely a few factors combining. It's them putting it on the, the same time as Test Cricket. Uh, flogging no, a dead okay. horse there, but I think it needs to be flogged. Um, it's definitely the the current COVID situation that we live in, and it's definitely some kind of poor administration, I think, from from CA and um, and the tele and the broadcasters combined. Let's put it down to those three reasons. Yeah. Get at us if you think um, you know we've got a point. If you disagree, um, you chat to people. Definitely our age. I don't know what it's like amongst the kids. Maybe you know, maybe it's a little bit different amongst the kids, but definitely waning interest. In um in the big bash over the last few years, well, uh, and and look, I think it's also struggled. Well the, well, the numbers the numbers speak for themselves. Too. Yeah. Well, I think it's also struggled for star power. Like you, yeah. The one they keep rejecting uh, stars from being able to play, uh, and but two like they just don't have they don't have the internationals, of course. What about uh, yeah. Stefano Smith Arena? <laughs> <laughs> the Italian yeah. smudge. Uh, but they, they don't have the international kind of draw power either like, well, and because, of, because they yeah. can't come. And, and also a lot of protein. international well, yeah, cricket scheduled at the same time. IPL just yeah. goes, hey, it's April. Fuck off, it's IPL time. Schedule around us. You know, yeah. We make that much money that we've got the power to do that. Yep. Whereas the international cricket boards of the other nations are like, hey, we don't really care if our players 
you know, what you want to go play big bash or play for your country. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to ask a question Sorry, as well. Like, I know summer, like perfect time for cricket, but if there's any other time of the year that you want to put the big bash in where you could probably pull more stars or at least make it easier watching because there's less other sports on you the could do it TV. In, uh, you could do it in the middle of the uh, winter, but. Like, oh, yeah, what, and compete with footy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's There's no cricket on during the middle of the there's year, a, so you miss it. There's an obvious answer yeah, here, Sean. There's an obvious and you went to the middle of winter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when the footy finishes, when the footy finishes in the first week of October, yeah. you could chuck it on then before the international cricket comes. <laughs> no, just chuck it in July, man. That'll be right. Yeah, have, have games in Hobart. It's fucking four degrees and raining. That'll be sick, There's man. only two months in the year, January uh, and July. <laughs> That's the that's the other feasible option is that you well, chuck it is you chuck it west you know grand final weekend yeah you know, is, yeah. is and then and just then you just go in that lull. Yeah. Sure, the kids are still back. At, that's the kids will be at school. That's you know the the thing. Yeah, that but you, you probably you get think finals of. by Chris, before Christmas. You get a, you, yeah. Well, you yeah. can have it all done and then you lead into the first test. Yeah, yeah. and then after that you've got your your white ball cricket and you've had the whole big bash for anyone that's trying to make the team to have their tryouts essentially to make the Australian cricket team. Yeah. No or, or chuck it in July, you know, up to you. Yeah, well, <laughs> the only reason I mention it is because you... In America? Like, in America in July, try and grow through the game kind of angle. No, like, no. Is that where we're going? <laughs> well, cricket is only over the summer, essentially. So you get four months of cricket and then there's another you know eight months of the year where there's no cricket. And it was like, well, spread it out, put it somewhere else yeah. and get it to do it. But cricket's not a winter sport, so I was only taking a piss. But anyway. Sometimes uh, it's hard to tell. Yeah. Well, well <laughs> with this one, let's go back to the final. So we've got the stars <laughs> taking on the strikers. So I'm definitely taking the piss there. So <laughs> Scorch is six. I love how you have to uh, announce your sarcasm. You're still going to clarify. Just clarify. Just clarify. This is a joke. <laughs> hey, half the time you don't get it. So it's, it's a joke. Uh, anyways, no. yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we are watching the Sixers and Scorchers. A little bit of fight back here from the Perth Scorchers might be making for more entertaining. So I wanted, I wanted to ask: Was um, Jay Lenton they're still keeping for? Yeah, yeah. Well, he he stumped Inglis, so that was a big out for them. Hey, yeah. So, so future Australian wicketkeeper Jay Lenton <laughs> stumps Josh Inglis. Good on him. Yeah. So Good got him out. So Inglis and Mar- uh, Marsh were probably their big big weapons. Got them early. Uh, they have kind of. Uh, Stabilised, let's say here yeah, with yeah. Turner and Evans to get to four for sixty three, but they have if, about if to t- hit the tenth with only sixty three on the board. Yeah, but if Turner, this is the old you know kind of rebuild. If if Turner can stay out there for three or four overs, he's yeah. a, he's a quality quality cricketer. But yeah, definitely uh, the Sixers have uh, the the upper end here and uh, staring down the barrel of a three peat. Yeah, but well, you we, know both teams have to bat on it, etc. Et yeah, we were. Mm. We're worried initially that maybe the Scorchers were going to do this easy, noting, of course, all the issues the Sixers had had in the lead-up. Had a lot of guys um, unhealthy, but sounds like looks like most of them were okay, and you know, so at least everyone that's playing has played a little bit of cricket by the looks of it. And no Stefano Smitherini. Unfortunately. No. no. Diddly. Just quickly back on Lenton. He did wicket keep for the Thunder back in 2000. 20. So he does have a little bit of big bash yeah. experience. Well, he's, not, he's not a bum off the street. No. no. But, yeah. What, what, yeah. He's the assistant coach. He didn't get many runs. Look at this. <laughs> this, is, this looks like my uh, Sunday, Sunday socials rap sheet. Yeah. Oh, you got a six not out. Well, I wouldn't have done that. Uh, did not bat. Did not bat. Two. Did not bat. Did not bat. Two. Um, yeah. Shout out, Jay Lenton. Yeah. Also, look at that. ACT second 11. Shout out. Canberra. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> uh a big, big um, 
announcement this week in terms of Australian cricket. The squad is in for the upcoming five match series against Sri Lanka. Five T20s, two at the SCG, one down at the road, Theatre of Dreams, Monica Oval, and then two at the MCG. Might have heard of it. Uh, not not quite as scenic as Monica. Uh, Aaron Finch. <laughs> Will captain the side, Ashton Agar, Pat Cummins, Josh Hazelwood, Travis Head, Moses Enriques, Josh Inglis, that man that we just uh, saw get dismissed. And the, the player of the tournament, Ben McDermott, uh, played mm. out of his skin uh, for the Hobart Hurricanes, multiple hundreds uh, and a 90 in this big bash. Uh, well done uh, to McDermott. It's good to see him there. Glenn, the big show, Maxwell, uh, had one of the most uh, insane innings you'll ever see in your life, this, this big bash. Um, the Richardson boys, Dry and Kane, no relationship. Uh, Steve Smith, otherwise known as Stefano Smitheruni, uh, <laughs> <laughs> diddly. And then uh, Mitch Stark, Marcus Stornis, Matt Wade, Adam Zampa. No surprises. Like, no one there was like, oh, why are they there kind of thing. Uh, McDermott yeah. obviously deserved uh, to be in there. And I'd, surely it's a five-game series against Sri Lanka here. Mm. Uh you know, we're all cocky. Oh yeah, we're you know T Twenty <laughs> champs. You know, we, we we won all you know all the important games last year <laughs> in T Twenty. Uh, forget about the one and nine uh, the series leader, yes. that we. Or no, no, two and eight. I think two and eight we were against Bangladesh in the West yeah, Indies. Yep. Obviously, very different looking side. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the approach here? Do you think, boys? Pla- what, who who are the big outs? Uh, wa- no Warner. Warner is probably the big one. No yeah, Warner. Rib. Well. Uh, Rib and uh, no Mitch Marsh. So Mitch Marsh, arguably uh, the mm. best. No, actually not arguably. I'll give it to him. The best T20 um, Australian cricketer of last year. Yep. Uh, so the Bison and uh, the Reverend, they both miss out. Uh, but outside of that, it's a it's a pretty strong lineup. Uh, uh, a bit sad, of course. No Philippi over here, but anyway. Yeah, poor fella. I mean, uh, Covid probably didn't know his chances. He's he's gonna get it. He's gonna get it. Uh, well, he has played T20 for Australia anyway. Hasn't really uh, taken his opportunity when given it thus far. That's probably enough for Cricket Down Under. We will keep you updated. Uh, good timing there. 10 over mark, 4 for 68 in the Big Bash final. India, South Africa wrapped up this week uh, the third ODI. Quinton de Kock, 124 in game three. Uh, it was actually a really good game. India uh, just fell f- four runs short. Virat Kohli, after just succeeding that test captaincy, uh, went for 65. And Shikha Darwin, 61. Uh all in all, a pretty disappointing tour for India. If we've got any uh, Indian fans watching live, let us mm. know what you thought. Mm. Um, they go back to India. They've got a white ball series against the West Indies, which starts this week, I'm pretty sure. There's absolutely no rest um, for them. Um, that'll mm. be three ODIs followed by three T20 internationals. And then Sri Lanka uh, go over there for two tests. Uh, the test match matches start February 25, so just under a month away. When do you think this test captain will be announced? We did speak about who we well, think. I was might, just, might I was just going to ask uh, Munch if he could uh, do a check and see if there wasn't any recent news. I hadn't seen any. I haven't seen any in the last three hours. Yeah, so, so <laughs> <laughs> any recent? Um, no. On the, on their tour of uh, South Africa, maybe there was a little bit of hangover there from the way the series test series ended, and then into the one days they just. Mm. Uh, with all the the Kohli stuff going on, maybe they just weren't in there in the fight because uh, they played well enough. But That's know, what they, they weren't blown out. Yeah, in, exactly. In so they were all close competitive yeah, games. Hard to say, mm. but again, they are on foreign soil, so it's it makes it again hard, harder hard in South Africa. And, yeah, and again, we spoke about it last week. That's testament to the Kohli era, where you go, oh, India, they should be the favourites wherever they go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so 
yeah, definitely changed the perception of uh, of that team. Um, but yeah, a, a really tough tour. Obviously, they only won that what, the one test, the second test. Well, they won one match in the entire time they were over there. So, yep, yeah, what I was alluding to. <laughs> Sorry, I've been to it. <laughs> uh, when would you want to know? Surely, at least I would. I would be thinking like now to prepare. So when's, when's that series of Sri Lanka meant to start? February twenty five. So a month a month away. You'd want mm. at least two weeks. That's that's standard for you know a, a, a job. Two weeks notice. Mm. <laughs> you know, you're giving you two weeks notice. Hey mate, you're about to be the leader of one point three billion people. Here's two weeks notice. So when so when will they pick that squad? Yeah, the squad should. Well, maybe they'll announce it with the squad. That's just what I'm thinking. When they yeah, announce the thing, squad, yeah, they'll thinking. probably announce yeah. who the captain is yeah. going to mm. be. So. Like yeah, like I. But how 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 soon do they? Well, how much before? How much time before the they, <laughs> match starts will they announce the squad? Is it is it like three days or a week they usually? Nah, but no, you'd, two, you'd want two weeks in the camp, I would have thought. So what's mm. that leads us almost to? Two, two weekends away, which is the IPL yeah. auction. So yep. I don't think they'll do it mm. that weekend either. No, it probably, wanna, probably follows it. Yeah. You'd probably want a few days of, or a few days, a few days before or a few days after. Uh, I'd say that'd have to be after because you'd, you'd want to build hype one for the auction and not take away all the news and stuff that'll spend three days talking about mm. um, the new test captain. But then how long have you got your test team to prepare? Yeah. I don't reckon you'd be too worried about that. And I, I honestly think they've probably already tapped someone on the show. Yeah, loves the money. And they love the media. They will, they will, <laughs> I th- you know. I'm sure they could do both in the same week and still absolutely yeah. smash it. I reckon <laughs> probably, so too. Probably too. It's Indian cricket. We'll keep an eye out. I think that team will get announced. But yeah. I think the squad will get announced just before the auction. West Indies and England, not much of a break for English cricket, albeit a very different looking squad uh, to the one that just got smoked for zip. Uh, in the ashes down here, Sam Billings backed up for a few of these games, uh, but not many uh, names from the Test squad uh, in this one. Uh, what was interesting is none of these boys kind of hanged around for the, the end of this. I guess none of them were playing, and the teams playing for in the finals. But I would have thought, well, did any of the English boys once the series ended in Australia stay around to play any T Twenty in the Big Bash, or they all just bugger off? No, everyone. They all went home. Yeah, uh, well, and they, they England called up a few of these guys out of out of the Big Bash to go mm. play for England. Yeah. So in, English uh, T Twenty games still take precedence. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, first game, yeah, England dismantled for one hundred and three. Um, Jason Holt up four for seven. How about that? Scotty <laughs> Boland eat your heart out. <laughs> and he, had, he had six for I guess. Uh, Brandon King, a few runs there, maybe a little bit of fatigue for the boys that have flown over. I'm not sure uh, the other boys uh, meeting him over there, how a lot, how much time they had to prepare. Uh, and then in the second game, England make eight for 171. Jason Roy, 45. Moeen Ali, who's captaining that side, 31. Um, now, England were all over him, and then there was this ridiculous uh, ninth-wicket partnership between Romero Shepard and Akil Hussain uh, for the West Indies. They nearly pulled off a miracle win. England won won a game, so uh, first time in a little while since well, since the T20 World Cup, which doesn't <laughs> seem that long ago. But it would have seemed like a, a long summer for them down here. Uh, and in the third game, uh, the Windies put on 224. Rovman Powell, first game of the series, uh, he he's played like 30-odd T20s before this. He only had 250s, and uh, he was uh, summoning his inner Hayden Kerr, I suppose, and just goes... 
Oh, yeah, anyone can do this. Bang, bang, bang. Quick 107. Nicholas Puran, uh, we all know what he can do with the bat. 70. England falling 20 runs short there. Uh, not England's best side on paper. And, uh, yeah, a little bit of a sad uh, time for English cricket after they were tracking so well uh, before the T20 World Cup last year. Did you guys catch Paul Collingwood's comments this week? No, I didn't. Well, uh, what was he whinging about? Regar- uh, regarding... Um, Coming down here under COVID circumstances, um, you know, Australia weren't bothered that they were going to receive England who were mentally fatigued. They just wanted to get the product out there. Uh, England, I suppose, you know, in, to their credit, they made a few sacrifices, you know, a few family members and mm. um, other, you know, personnel weren't able to, well, to and, come and, out. And coming off a series against India as well. Yeah, so. Well, they, they played nonstop cricket. So yeah. is that a factor? Is that our fault or is that their cricket board's fault for, 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 fault, for, for trying to play so much cricket and then maybe, maybe fatiguing their, their own players? Yep. Do you know what I mean? It's not our fault. Not our fault. You know when the Ashes is booked in, be fresh, <laughs> be, be fresh, be fresh, and on, and on top of that, you know it does to the to the layman, you know the the working man, the the dribbling man on a podcast man, <laughs> it kind of seems, it falls on a bit deaf ears. You know yeah. we've had states closed yeah. down here for 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 months on end. We've had you know families that haven't been able to see each other, people that haven't been able to go to funerals, and then you go, oh, you know you get paid to play cricket professionally. Yeah, I get it. You're making sacrifices, but so is everyone at the moment. It did seem a little whingy, excusey um, t- to me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The English cricket uh, knew what was coming. They knew the Ashes were coming up. Whether they thought going to India was a good to get some, you know, game time, fitness, whatever you want to say, but it seems to have, I think they, they were just... Like, that's why Joe Root put... Not, just the reason for that Joe Root put up those record numbers, but they play. He played like fifteen tests last year, plus yeah. plus the T Twenty World Cup. Um, yeah, it's yeah. it's a it's it a, was a lot of short. Well, it's a twelve month a year sport these days. There's no there's yeah. no time off for these guys. They are professionals. So you do play it in winter. Not in this country. <laughs> well, uh, so on, on this planet, Bucky, uh, I'm going to explain to you. There's two hemispheres, okay? There's different seasons. And the Earth, as we know it, revolves around the sun. There are some uh, that you might see in some places of social media that will tell you otherwise. Or, uh, you know, what was common knowledge, I suppose, in the 16th century, uh, that the Earth is flat. Um, and, yeah, it actually tilts and it changes the temperature every six months. You've got these poles. Mm, way past my level of understanding, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> A couple of other things to wrap up in uh, cricket. Under-19s T20 World Cup uh, going on in the West Indies. A big good time to be over in the Windies. Uh, I don't think it's ever a bad time. Um, as, a, as a tourist, at least. Bit of fun. A few Kahlua and milks. Um, don't know if they drink them over there. <laughs> <laughs> the Aussies play uh, the Pakistanis in the quarterfinals tomorrow. Big, big game. Uh, Pakistan always very strong at a youth level, as are we, I guess. Um, England it through to the semis. And speaking of youth depth, Afghanistan is through to the under-19 2020 World Cup semifinals. That is so big, oh, yeah. considering what we've seen happen, you know, in that country well, over, you know, the last 20 years, but particularly in the, in the last mm. sort of few months. Um, it, it's unbelievable to see, um, you know, these guys that who knows what they have to go through, uh, ju- you know, just just to try and play cricket, uh, let alone yeah. to being, you know, at you know in the final four of uh, of a of a youth world cup. Uh, shout out to them and oh god, huge. Who yeah. would you who would you rather see this one? I know who I'll be going for. Viva la <laughs> Afghanistan. And they've had some talent come through into the big bash well, league. Yeah, we see so. at, at that sh- at that short format level. Yeah. You 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 know. 
over in Dubai on a on a ramp turn. I don't know if you'd want to be playing Rashid Khan and and, <laughs> and the Afghani no. 2020 uh, team. Uh, but yeah, uh, the. The, the, the youth coming through is unbelievable. I think I said 2020. It's a 50-over World Cup, by the way. 50 overs. Uh, 50 overs. Uh, one day. One yeah. day, yes. Uh, but, yes, in terms of their actual 2020 team, would Australia be, you know, fancy to, to get them on a, on, a, on a real crumbly deck over there somewhere? Who knows? We are world champions. Let's go. Uh, women's Ashes <laughs> is on. Uh, the, the Aussie girls got off to a horrendous start. Two for four, Alyssa Healy and Beth Mooney. Uh, the ball was absolutely hooping around just up the road at Monica Oval. Uh, and then captain's knock from Meg Lanning, 93, and Rachel Haynes, 86. Got us out of the shit with a 169-run partnership. Uh, and then England, as aforementioned, um, Heather Knight. Heather Knight, uh, 122, not Sixty uh, percent of their runs to get them to a Richie Benercule eight for two hundred and twenty two. <laughs> ICC Awards, monks, if you wouldn't mind having a look at that. Uh, the Pakistani um, yes. players took out uh, three of the four men's award cricketer of the year, and I like this a breakout year for the big tall left armer Shahin Shah Afridi. Um, probably yeah, twelve months ago, couldn't really. Uh, tell you who he was, and then we saw how dominant he was in the T20 World Cup. Also played a little bit of red ball cricket this year. He wins the Cricketer of the Year. I'm surprised. No, actually, no, I'm not because he doesn't play a whole lot of white ball cricket. Uh, but but Joe Root was a shoe in I think, for yep. Red Ball Cricketer of the Year. Um, probably uh, the best calendar year for an English batsman ever. Uh, ODI Cricketer of the Year, Baba Azam, and uh, T20 Cricketer of the Year, Mohammad Rizwan. Uh, they did name a um, an ICC 11 Team of the Year. Um, however, it's hard to gauge on those teams because what do we play? Six tests? And what did England play? 15, India, something similar. Uh, hard hard to kind of gauge, I guess, there. But that, that wraps up the ICC Awards. Uh, have you got the team? Yeah, if you wouldn't mind bringing up the team of the year. Um, so this is the uh, the men's mm-hmm. test team of the year. Um, so Dilshan Karanarutna uh, from, from Sri Lanka with Rohit Sharma. Manus Labashan. So there you go. One Aussie in there from our six tests. Joe Root in there at four. Kane Williams from Skipper at five. Fawad Allah. Uh, in at six there breakout year there Pakistan they've got some good young young guys coming through Rishabh Pant the keeper seven I don't mm-hmm. think many arguments there not I think the all. best wicket keeper batsman uh, all you know not just in red ball cricket but probably across all formats at the moment uh, especially with the retirement uh, from red ball cricket from Quinton de Kock Pant and, don't give a fuck Pant Pant gonna Pant Pant gonna Pant and then the bowlers Ravi Ashwin Cole Jamison Hassan Ali and Shahin Afridi Shahin Shah Afridi. That is the ICC team of the year. Hmm. Wrap up cricket. Yeah, I think that'll uh, do. Anything else to add? Cricket? No, not at all. Um, we we will keep an eye on Scorchers Sixes throughout this podcast. We also have the Australian Open semi final between Daniel yes. Medvedev and Stefanos Tsitsipas. Uh, Melbourne, the if it was a town in Greece, would have the second. It would be the second most Greeks in in Greece, if that makes sense. Yes, I it's the, the the diaspora, uh, the Greek <laughs> Dias- diaspora. Yeah, let's go diaspora. Uh, Daniil Medvedev seven six takes out the first there against uh, Melbourne's uh, son of Melbourne, Stefanos Tsitsipas. Yeah, and what were the scorches there? They're four for eighty seven from twelve. Yeah, so so steadied the ship, steadied the ship, uh, but we'll. You'd want oh, one forty at least. At yeah, least, something yeah. to bowl out. I'd be thinking more one sixty. 
But um, eighty nine. Sorry. Yes, yeah, so Ashton Turner. Who's who is that Evans? By the way. Great question. Another P in. Fill in. Yes. P in. He's probably played the whole B bash me. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Uh, yeah. We talked about the the lack of interest across the the league and the following of who's playing for who. Mm. Um, with the Ashes going on, that's all we. That's all the Australians cared about was Ashes during that time frame. A few guys wouldn't mind moving it into the NFL. Yeah, let's kick, yeah. kick yeah. off some yeah, NFL, and I think we got to kick off with news because there was a lot of head coach, head coach, GM news this week after nothing last week, uh, James. Yeah. Uh, and I guess we start. With Sean Payton was probably the biggest surprise. Yeah, tiring. Biggest news of the week. Biggest surprise. Um, See, so like you said, mentioned after 15 years um, with the Saints, mm-hmm. um, he's hanging up the coach's hat. Yeah, I think. Well, he was like second longest tendered coach, like him and Tomlin. No, Belichick. Belichick, Tomlin, and I've forgotten the other one. There was one other that had been coaching for forever, and they were the, you know, th- he was up there mm. with the upper echelon for. Uh, long tier, long term coaches um, in the NFL, which is a very hard thing to to, to do. Uh, but you know, retires only fifty eight years old, so maybe saw some of the writing on the wall. Doesn't want to be around for a rebuild, considering yeah. the seventy million dollars over the cap. Um, no quarterback. <laughs> yeah, no quarterback. Winston, of course, oh. probably being their best option coming off an ACL anyway. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, probably saw that. Hey, they've. The roster was on the decline. Um, they struggled all year. Led, uh, I think they were, of course, I think, who were they salty at? The Rams. I think they lost uh, in the last week, which then forced them to miss the playoffs. So they potentially had a run there, um, mm. sneaking in. But, hey, what what can you do? Um, and he retires sort of on top after a couple down years after uh, Drew Brees had retired uh, for them. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, yeah, as head coach, obviously with Drew Brees um, throughout his career, regular season he was sitting at um, 63% with 152 wins, 89 losses. Postseason, nine wins, eight losses. Um, yeah, I was only really able to get that one Super Bowl of New yeah. Orleans. Um, the big run, um, the, the who dat movement. That's it. Uh, and yeah, we're getting Drew Brees his his first as well. So uh, impressively done there. Perhaps any quick comments on thoughts or sh- on Sean Payton? He was actually older than I thought. Um, I actually thought he might. He's younger than I thought. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, he, as, as he's he, done so. He's done so much. I remember yeah. Yeah. when he came in. You know, we've got kind of like the young NFL coach. Um, you know, sort of coming into fruition these days. You know, you think you're, yeah. you're Sean McVay types. I remember him uh, when when he came in. I was like, oh, he's not that much older than Drew Brees. Yeah, it turns out he's like fucking eighteen years older, <laughs> yeah. than, older than him. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll Poor Drew Brees. But when he when he won the Super Bowl, he was you know mid forties. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it definitely was an older person's game uh, back in those days. Um, you guys yeah. mentioned that he, he had COVID twice this year. He's probably run down. Yeah. I uh, had to go through four quarterbacks. Um, like, yeah, shout out to him on a stellar career. Suspended a year as well. So. Yeah, suspended a year. The, the, the old bounty, bounty <laughs> hunter. Right. Old yeah. uh, Boba Fett Payton over there. Um, <laughs> shout out to any Star Wars fans. Um, mm. Yeah, might move Good on. Uh, yeah. New York Giants, the New Talk Giants. <laughs> new York, New Talk. Yeah, that. Uh, sorry, just before we go on. So just back to longest tenured 
uh, head coaches. So yep. before he retired, um, he was second behind Bill Belichick. Belichick yep. Um, so the current f- top five longest tenured coaches are Belichick, Tomlin, Harbour, mm-hmm. um, Pete Carroll, and yep. Andy Reid. That's crazy. Look at that. So Andy Reid's been at the Kansas City Chiefs eight years, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. the fifth mo- fifth longest. It's not for long. Yeah. The NFL, not there, for there's long. A, there's a heap on four or five years as well. Yep. And then there's you know there's nine job openings currently for head coaches. So Remember we were mm. talking about Mike Zimmer, and you was like it. Oh, yeah, he's been been in the wet league for a while, seven years. He would have been sixth on that league if he didn't <laughs> yeah. have the sack. Yeah. That's it. There you go. Yeah. All right, let's talk about New York, New Talk. Uh, they have hired Joe Schoen. He was with the Bills. Do you know anything about this man, please, Sean? Oh, not a great detail. Um, just, of course, he's, I think, was a vice uh, over there, vice, vice of personnel. Um, of course, you know, what? how much... Work that he put in place to you can get guys like Josh Allen in the building. Uh, yep. That's what the Bills are probably looking at. So they've brought him mm. in and now, of course, deep in their GM search. Uh, the Bears, on the other side, picked Orion Poles as their GM. He was currently with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. So, again, how much did he have in, in getting guys like yes. Baby Mahomes, etc., mm-hmm. over at that team? Um, they also hired a coach today, which I think mm. was probably – this was the most left field news of the week, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Matt so, Eberflus. Yeah, Eberflus. Uh, we did no, we googled it just before. So he was the defensive coordinator of the Cowboys for a few. No, the so, li- sorry, the linebackers coach. Yes, of, he was Colts DC for the last Colts, Colts year DC or two. for the last few years, and the Cowboys linebackers oh, coach before that. Uh, had anyone thought he would have been the head coach of the Chicago Bears moving forward? Uh, definitely not down here. No, not at all. And there might be a reason why they jumped here, but I'll get to that in a minute because it kind of flows with the story. So then, perhaps can you do the Vikings for me? Because I have no chance of saying this name. You want to try? <laughs> no, well, I'm not going to know. Kwesi uh, <laughs> Adolfo Mensah. Let's go to that. Yeah, so he as the Vikings bad new, Adolfo. Bad new Adolfo. GM, uh, <laughs> famous um, – well, coming from the Browns, a bit famous as well that he had no background in in uh, the NFL. Never Front played, so never did, played. Yeah, like a businessman, dude. He he played baseball in college. Uh, not baseball. He played. I, f- I fucked it up again. He played <laughs> basketball <laughs> in college a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. but not a huge amount. Like he wasn't any um, you know superstar or big star athlete coming mm-hmm. out of high school and that. He's forty. Yeah, young fella. Um, so. Pretty interesting to see. I think it's actually a really interesting hire that they picked him. Uh, but we'll see what he, he does. But, yeah, he really had no history in, in personnel or anything and got his, got his chance in the league and really worked his way up quickly, obviously. Uh, they're well-respected in the league to get, get a GM job like that at the Vikings. Maybe so, the NFL's yeah. bringing in something that, you know, uh, the leader of the free world should have to do, be under a certain of age. So you're <laughs> able to make decisions. You're able to speak articulately. You're able to, you know, not fall asleep on the nuclear button. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> well going back all to... All of the above. So I think it. all four of the uh, these three jams are all around that 40 age. I know Ryan Poles actually was on the practice squad for the Bears a couple of years ago, like six or seven years ago. So, so again, a younger, younger yeah, guy. Yeah, younger guy. Yeah. yeah, so has... NFL, that, look, one step ahead. One step ahead, aren't they? Yeah. They are. Uh, that oh, Nathaniel Hackett. Did you, have you spoken about your boy? No. So that's the the big that's news. Be the big one for you. The, the yes. big one on the esky. All, all decked out the cover. It. <laughs> the, the Broncos <laughs> have got their new coach. Yep. You would have been reading 
into this a lot, I would imagine, over the, over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, well, they, it was narrowed down to three. So Hackett, Quinn and O'Connelly. Th- anyway, the Rams' uh, offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's potentially still up for a couple of jobs. Dan Quinn, uh, pulled once he the, they signed Hackett, pulled his name out of the Bears and the Giants' um, chat. So the Giants are now madly running around trying to find someone. It looks like Bears potentially jumped on whoever was their second option. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. it kind of showed that the Denver job was maybe a little bit sought after. It was the job that Quinn wanted because he's gone said, I'm staying at the Giants. I'm, not, I'm staying at the Cowboys, sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to the Giants or the Bears. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me about Hackett. Well, well, you're the Packers fan, so he's the Packers OC. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know his tree. You know how, how long he's how long he. Um, you know. Well, he's he's worked with Lafleur. He's worked with uh, McVeigh, of course. He's kind of come through that system. McCarthy. Uh, no, no, McVeigh. Oh, so yeah. Sean McVeigh. Yeah, so, over at the Rams. Yep. So that's kind of his take. But I think the the, the main thing was. Uh, how he engaged with the people and the players. Mm, and mm. Uh, Rogers, of course, spoke very well of him in the past mm-hmm. and their relationship. Um, Did a good job calling plays in um, NFC Championship games and <laughs> last week. Well, <laughs> well, I think LaFleur was the one calling most of the plays uh, on that side. So be interested to see yep. what his role, like will he call plays, will he bring in an OC to call plays for him. He So after the couple of years um, he spent at the Packers, he was the... He was at Jacksonville for, for four years, uh, yep. a few mm. years as an OC, a few years as a quarterback's coach, and then going back before mm. that, uh, Buffalo's Bills so th- uh, offensive coordinator before a bit of time yeah, in, so at Syracuse there. Doug, um, so who was it, Doug uh, Marone, uh, the Bills head coach, had him over there as OC, um, and I think that he got the best year out of, oh, my God, Ryan... Nasib or something like that. Ryan Nasib, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was their, their quarterback at the time. Uh, he was OC in 2017 when he got the best year out of Blake Bortles. Mm. Um, they made the mm. playoff runs. So, uh, you guys see that meme cruising around uh, that that year? <laughs> who the who the final four quarterbacks were? Yeah. Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Blake Bortles. Yeah. Case Keenum. Mm-hmm. And Nick Foles. Let's go! <laughs> Nick Foles won. <laughs> Let's go. And Nick Foles won the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. So, of course, all the talk has already started that uh, Aaron Rodgers is on his way to Denver. Devonta Adams might follow him. They might rejoin with with him, and they'll go. Uh, sorry, uh, we'll, we'll, get <laughs> no, to, okay. we'll get to that fantasy that's never going to happen. <laughs> you, you say it, but it's, it's there's there's already sources saying that Aaron's already said, "Yeah, I'd love to reconnect with." Sean, I mean Adams, everything I say. So, yeah. Yeah, so. I'm a, I'm uh, who, a confi- who knows? I'm who a knows? confident young, uh, smart individual man. I mean everything I say. <laughs> Paul ha- Paul Hackett was uh, a, a long time NFL coach. His dad, yes, yes, yes. the, the father and, of yeah, Nathaniel. They actually Hackett. coached together in college summer as that's well. Pretty so. cool, father son yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, I think that's how he got into coaching. Essentially, He's, oh man, you know, as as is the case a lot in the NFL, you need to know someone to get a gig mm. and help get him. As is the case with any job, I imagine that yes. anyone wants. Um, hmm. So. No, time, time, merit, time will tell. Merit based, of, course. of course, time will tell. Uh, so yeah, as you were blasphemously uh, and Rogers stating, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I was having a look at the odds of where Rogers is likely to end up next year, and it is bloody depressing. 
Two dollars fifty for Damien Rose. Yeah, two dollars fifty. Yeah, where's Green Bay on the list? Uh, well, <laughs> it's they're, not. They're so. literally not on the list. Um, so yeah. we we had the Broncos, the red hot favourites, to nab him. Uh, I did mention I'm not a big fan of these in terms of punters. There seems to be a lot of guys that are pretty short. Mm. Steelers mm. at three fifty. Uh, the Dolphins at four fifty. Uh, do you reckon he would go to Miami? Do you think he would see enough potential in that franchise, or will he say? I've got two years left. I want. I want. Well, they don't have a head coach yet, so that's yeah. probably their big issue. So that's the, the way higher. that, like, like uh, Miami didn't look any worse than Denver or Pittsburgh did this no, year. I, I, I think uh, the Finns are real hot on Watson. So if, if Watson's going anywhere, it'd be there. Okay. I think that's what oh. they want. They want to make that deal happen. So that seems more logical to me. Then we had the Eagles five fifty, Browns seven fifty, Raiders Jets. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't uh, think it starts dropping off. Yeah. Uh, Pretty quick there. Look, the Eagles are only interested in Watson as well. They like they wanted a, a Jalen Hurts, but they wanted an upgrade of Jalen Hurts, and mm, that's mm. Watson. So pretty harsh on Jalen Hurts. I, like I don't think he's had, I agree. had the worst year. Obviously, explosive mm. with his legs, turns the ball over a little bit more than you'd yeah. like. Uh, possibly doesn't have that elite talent just yet. He's a second year quarterback. I wouldn't mind. I always advocate for sportsmen. You know, I think I never yeah. made it. Uh, I want to see guys. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see guys make it. I never made it out of second grade in anything. Please give uh, So yeah, that's right. Have a long. Uh, you know, everyone just be Tom Brady. Let's. You know. Yeah. Well, hey, the Packers are forty mil over the cap. They potentially they're can't. Fu- they're fucked. They can't French tag. Franchise tag. Friendship. Um, What's a French tag? <laughs> French tag. Oui. 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 You can only speak French this year. Uh, just ask your missus what that is. Um, a French tag? I don't think that's a thing. But anyway. <laughs> don't Google it in an urban dictionary. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what Mummy's going to do right now. Please, urban dictionary. Google French tag. Uh, but you know, the franchise tag. You, that, that, you're a sick <laughs> I'm just making shit up now. Oh, God. Uh, so, yeah, they probably can't. Uh, they want to take him, but whether they can or not is a question. So Adams potentially could be on the move. Things would be pretty hard for Denver to pay another wide receiver big money, but if they're going to trade duty to uh, the Packers to get Rodgers, then maybe it'll fit. Like That's you, bad. Can, you can see the logistics. Not offense to Jerry Judy, obviously. Like, I wouldn't hi- just highly, highly talented young. Yeah, uh, it wouldn't receiver. just be Judy, but it, there'd be a package. But likely Judy would be in that package if they're going to sign a bloke like Devonta Adams. But hey, no French tagging on um, Urban Dictionary. Were you mixing up your no. words again? Were you thinking of hashtag? No, no, I was thinking it's of franchise tag. <laughs> But I was I was just hoping like uh, like a Frenchie there was a French tag. Oh, there, but you were hoping on yeah. something on the yeah, dictionary. Yeah. It normally is. Yeah. It normally means something. Well, fr- let's say French tag. It's where you tag into the Eiffel Tower. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Moving forwards. The Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Obviously, uh, a, an icon of of structural engineering. Uh, you know the, the fact that they could build that. In the late nineteenth century, uh, a, a, a testament to our, or not ours, but French ancestry, <laughs> I guess, uh, and one of the most visited uh, places in the world. Yes, that's what the Eiffel Tower means. Moving forward um, <laughs> to the the review of the NFL divisional round to football. Yes, we saw some yeah. major upsets. Yeah. Uh, we saw our poor teams. Are you really taking yeah. yours? Yours yeah. Yeah, that's gone. That's Commiserations, I guess. Because right there, there's probably uh, not much silverware going there anytime soon. It might be a different <laughs> story for you. Uh, Chiefs and Bills, what a shootout. Awesome game. And we'll talk about the overtime rules. Uh, mm-hmm. All of these games, so shock me, the, the day that I 
you know, have a few too many on a Saturday night and uh, <laughs> and miss, <laughs> miss the Sunday morning games. They turn out to be um, the, well, the first one that turns out to be fire. Bengals. Absolute crackers, yeah. 19, Titans, 16. The dream continues. Believe, Cincy, believe. Mm. Um, well, mm. of, of the matches, three were won by underdogs. Yes. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. So. Chiefs were the fa- only favourites. Yes. Yep. Chiefs were the only favourites. Yep. Yes. Chiefs yep. were the only favourites, only, only one at home who won as well. Yes. Mm. Well, the away teams won. Oh, there you go. There you go. So, um. Go Bengals Titans. Well, they fed the, they fed the rock with we thought the king. He was back. Yeah, maybe a bit sore though. He uh, he got that direct snap, ran it in um, to to get a rushing touchdown for him on the ground, but pretty well contained to three yards a carry. Uh, Deonta Foreman's been he's been he looks kind of like a, a small king out yeah. there. He, he ran the ball pretty well. Um, Tan- the, this w- game was lost on the on those turnovers, wasn't it? Uh, three picks well, c- from Tannehill. C- considering they sacked Burrow nine times in this and still lost, which how? was the first time. How? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if, it's the old, I'm in danger. Yeah. <laughs> well, Joe Burrow dropping back and he's <laughs> and it's gone. Yeah. Well, the Bengals don't make the Super Bowl. They're going to be spending all their picks next on, off, year yeah. offensive linemen. They have to yeah. at yeah. this point. Well, AJ Brown was excellent. Passed in this game. on Penno Sewell at the start of the year. I think Pro- Chase worked out pretty well. Yeah, Chase is not. Yeah. No, it's a bad. It's a good replacement. So yeah, AJ <laughs> Brown balled out in this as well. But that touchdown catch was unbelievable. Yeah. Double double covered. So. Pretty much one hand, like like gathered it with two, but the initial contact was with one hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's a freak. Yeah. Uh, but the, the it's a shame that he missed a little bit of football this year. He could yes. he could have put out some really big numbers had he not been injured for a few games. Yeah, I agree. And the, the Titans towards the end of this, they were um, in a position. They were trying to drive down the field to get the winning mm. um, field goal, but they did throw a critical intercept. Ryan Tannehill, he was third. It was another tip ball. Yeah, uh, and did you see that Mount Mike Hilton one. The one he kind of like it was like a, a corner rush mm. and he like tipped it and mm. then picked it off. And then he got chased down by Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> <laughs> Tannehill's an ex wide receiver, so Yeah, you, you would hope yeah. I suppose like he had to like sort of like Find the know, footy. Yeah, yeah, find the football and then and then recover. Yeah. Uh but it definitely screamed of, of pick six, but but shout out yeah. to him. The ba- the, yeah. the Bengals got it, got down the field very quickly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, and again chase with another cr- clutch. Uh, catch for them to yeah. get into field goal range, Huge, yeah. and then the rookie, the fifth round pick, uh, kicking them the field goal to to get the win and get him into the championship game. Nice. What is his name? Um, his name Mac is not a pick. McPherson. Uh, Evan McPherson. There you Evan go. Yes. You're not just a fifth round pick, son. You go into an AFC championship game. Well done. Mm-hmm. No. Ice in the veins. That's it. Speaking of ice in the air and ice in my heart. Well, did you hear the story? The, he told Burrow before he walked out there, we're going to the championship game. And then he went out and kicked oh. the field goal. <laughs> that is just getting the nuts and putting them on the table. <laughs> that is Boom. confident. Boom. Well, fair enough. He was four from four field goals and he had the one. Had point, a great so. year by all accounts. So that's yeah. why he picked kickers in the fifth round. Yeah. Not, not the second at Buccaneers. <laughs> anyway. Hey, look at us now. <laughs> yeah. 49ers Packers. Peps. Hey. Did, did you end up seeing any of this yeah, game in the, the end? Se- yeah, I saw the second half. I wish I stayed in bed. <laughs> um, ice bowl, the frozen tundra. You know they're saying any road to the NFC Championship had to come through the frozen tundra. The f- fucking Forty Nineers, they always do this. They always, they always just well, kind of chill out. Look, sh- look like Shanahan uh, has it over his pupils, and we're probably going to yeah. talk about it when we get to the Rams. Mm. But hey, for whatever reason, again against Matt Lafleur, my thoughts: Forty Nineers did not deserve to win this football game. Well, they didn't score on offense. 
Yeah, the, the Packers lost this game. Yes, the Packers lost this more than the 49ers win. Yes, yes. And they lost, it, they lost it essentially on special teams, which is unbelievable. Out of all the things to lose a football game on. Uh, and the, the 49ers kind of won yeah. it on, on special teams. We yep. looked at uh, Robbie Gold out there. You know, he was, he was practicing field goals as the snow's coming down <laughs> and the Packers were running out and they're announcing, you know, all the big stars coming through. Through the tunnel, and he's out there, you know, kicking field goals over yep. their head, and, and it stepped up. He stepped yeah. up to the occasion uh, for for the game winner. Uh, look, a lot of a lot of you know the Rogers choking kind of rhetoric well, getting thrown around. So, this so week. their first De- deserved or undeserved? Um, it, it's a team sport, so it's not just his fault. That's right. That's right. Um, so th- this match started. Um, you know, they had the first drive, the scripted drive, they went down, scored touchdown. AJ, AJ Dillon. Yeah. Smacks it in. Yeah. Seven, seven nil. Then it started snowing. Yep. So actually hard, hard snowing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And mm. game kind of kind of went the way as what I thought it would when we did the preview of these two teams both have great two great running backs. Mm-hmm. They'll just have to pound the rock at each other and see how it all kind of plays out. Mm-hmm. Kind of ended up being the case because they didn't pass overly much. Uh, the Packers had to throw a bit more, but Garoppolo did nothing. He was happy to, to hand off as need be. And yep. they started getting yards and then – I think Dylan got hurt and they had to run Jones more, but Jones was still finding space. But they no, 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 yes and no. Yeah, he but they couldn't sustain. Yards. They couldn't well, sustain drives. I think was a problem. We, he had 129 receiving yards. Aaron Jones did. Yeah, but they they, they, they couldn't finish him off as no. well. That that was uh, so. If if you want to kind of put the blame on on Rogers, I suppose th- there's um, some blame possibly there. Uh, you you do kind of look at it and go, they've had. Two generational talents at at quarterback, you know, two franchise quarterbacks. That thirty years, how many Super Bowls they got? Two. So, <laughs> so if you look at it like that, but also it's you, a team sport. So yeah, but also you can say, hey, that's two Super Bowls. Fuck off. Like, yeah, like, true. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's pretty hard to. How win many one Super Bowls the Browns won in that time? That's right. Or at all of you know at the, the Chargers. That's not the Patriots. That's not the Giants. <laughs> that's not the Steelers. Um, no, the Steelers haven't won two in that time. They won one. Nope. Uh, did Big Ben win two or one? One. No, he, he won the one against the Cards. Did he win another one? Yeah, Seahawks. Seahawks, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, so there you go. He won two. So in that time, anyone – oh, well, I suppose the Broncos, if we're going back that far. In, in 30 years, yeah, they won three. All right, well, <laughs> anyone in the NFL that's not those teams can fuck off. <laughs> but I can also see where, where those yeah, people are coming not from. Not all those teams have had a generational talent twice. You're looking at yeah, two of probably the top ten quarterbacks of all time. That's, yeah. that's you know, not, not overstating it. Yeah, you can mm. say maybe uh, two Super Bowls is a little bit unders. But, mm-hmm. again, it's a team sport. Did Aaron Rodgers lose this game? No. No, they lost it on poor special teams play. They lost it on... It didn't help them win, though, which yeah, I think is the, yeah. the conversation. Okay, so he, like, he also, he also, you know, threw 200 yards, bro. Like, where's your 400? It was fucking hammering down snow. He didn't turn the ball over, and he completed 60% of his passes. Like, what more could he have done? Mm. Yes, finish drive. Uh, yeah, yeah, finish drive. Finish drive. I, I think at the longer... Uh, the longer the game went, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's it. The I don't know how that would have helped him. But yeah, uh, the longer the game went, the the more the Packers' offensive line just started to crumble, and mm. anything downfield he just couldn't get off, and that's why you know Jones had so many passes because he just had to check it down. Mm. Adams only was really getting the short routes; they just had nothing long, and potentially with the weather made it a little bit harder yeah. to throw it deep. So Adams still had nine catches for ninety yards. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. that's 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 a ten yard average. Well, well, that's not one, here's one for you. What about lack of breadth, depth of, of weapons? Guys not yeah. named Jones or Adams 
uh, accounted for Alan Lazard, six yards, AJ Dillon, 25, and uh, Equinus St. Brown, one one rushing yard. Yeah, well, Cobb got zero, so you've got so, your, your, your second and third receiver have so, got so, one and catch. It's always, been the, it's always been the chat, hasn't it? Where's Who's wide receiver two yeah. out there? Who's going to be a good tight end? Yeah. So yeah. come to Denver, you'll have yeah. uh, Sutton and Tim Patrick there already and, and bring Adams and then And you can play in the snow and um, lose in, in playoff games, hopefully. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't want to knock, knock them. They, they were an ex, you know, they were the number one seed for a reason. They played yes. out of their skin all year. Um, they're elite athletes, but yeah, a lot, of, a lot of disappointment out of Wisconsin. Yeah, and it could be a very different Packers team next year with the being well, over and the going cap, forward. So. Yeah, yeah, we're talking mm. forty-four mil over the cap. I think the Saints are in the most cap damage at about seventy at the moment. Well, you, um, you think if if well if Rogers leaves, well, there's twenty odd right there. Yeah, well, and well, they can't pay Adams. Adams leaves. That's, that's, they, that's pretty much yeah. I'll, yeah, well, Adams is off contract, so he, he he wouldn't affect the the cap pen over. Uh, okay, uh, but then you know Ro- Rogers' friends, so like Car Cobb, and for example, um, you know, do if Rogers leaves, of course, they're going to turn over a whole bunch of the roster and get rid of guys that they really didn't want to have. The old rebuild. Yeah, exactly. They're going to go in a full rebuild and Been working well and for the, the club, footy club over the last twenty years. <laughs> Rebuild. Yeah, look how long it took the Browns to get back to where they were. So, are we taking credit away from the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan? I don't think they're as good a football team as the other f- teams left in, in the playoffs. I agreed, and the odds will reflect that. Yeah, we mm-hmm. should move forward uh, to the Rams Bucks. This was a, a bit of a wild one. Uh, the Rams, they nearly did a, uh, a Falcons in Super Bowl 51, yeah. up 27-3. They, they are facing unbe- Tom Brady, though. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a chat. You can't ever rule out TV 12. You can't <laughs> and and look like he was coming. Like the whole the you last got that quarter. You're like, you're oh, like, oh, I've, oh seen this. I've seen this before. Yeah, it's coming. It's yeah. coming. And yeah. then they just shut the door. 100%. Yeah. They just shut the door down, got the, the last touchdown, and it was game over. So, What about a shout-out to the Triple Crown man? Cooper Cup, nine catches, 180. Three yards, one touchdown. I was reading this week. Uh, his missus actually um, like full time worked while mm. he was trying mm. to get himself into. He, I think he came out of Eastern Washington University. Yep. Um, uh, uh, like wasn't really that highly touted coming out of high school. No, not at all. Uh, work, 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 work ethic, and uh, yeah, guess what? It's it's paid off dividends. Uh, he's been the best receiver by leaps and bounds this year. A record year for Cooper Cup. Uh, was it Eastern, Eastern Washington? Yes, Eastern Washington. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, and, yeah. and the fact that Matthew Stafford, in his first year, the first year that you put him around a bit of talent, he goes <laughs> he goes to an NFC <laughs> Championship game. Uh, the, the, the man that, that played, what, how many, 12, 13, mul- multiple mm. years at Detroit uh, and never had a playoff win until, uh, you, you know, Last week, Two, yeah, yeah, yeah. La- last week, um, he's going to an NFC Championship game. Yeah, well, they've got talent. You know, Von Miller and Aaron Donald have kind of picked up. They both led the pressures in the in the sacks for Jalen the Rams. Jalen got Jalen Ramsey there. The probably defense. the best corner back in the NFL. Yeah, I, I, I what don't. About, what about OBJ? Uh, he's coming along excellently, yeah, filling in for that, Bobby Trees. So. That team is so unfair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. So. It, it looks a bit like uh, Eric Weddle coming back. He's yeah. played yeah. played like sixty snaps, I think, the other night as well. <laughs> <laughs> for, for, so it's just like yeah. They're, they've they're built to make a run, so they're making their run. Um, of course, uh, you know 
Uh, Cooper Cup getting open at the end of that match. Mm. Uh, they called an all-out blitz, and not everyone blitzed, is what Bruce Aarons uh, oh, said. Really? So they were they're hoping for more pressure more than pressure. what they got. But yeah, I don't, shifting I don't, of the blame. I don't think it mattered too much because <laughs> he still just got that ball out and was sending it downfield. And hey, um, Cooper was there. He, I think Matthew Stav would have done. Fuck it, Cooper's going to be down there somewhere and yeah, just yeah, let it rip, yeah. and then hope yeah, <laughs> for the best. How do you feel as a Bucks fan? Do you think that the oh. momentum was was? Yeah. Steaming home TV twelve. It was horrible watching this game. It was <laughs> like it was a roller coaster. Um Tampa's defense did awesome just picking up a few of those well, um, fumbles. And they, well, they couldn't run on them either. Yeah. That, that run defense no. is so good. Oh, but yeah, with um Miller and Sue had uh, a Donald. Sue had a, a massive game in this as well. Mm. He, for whatever yeah. reason he's not a huge fan of uh Matthew Stafford, so he <laughs> <laughs> was getting after him as well. Mm. It is true. Um yeah, no, it was it was crazy. It was like I said last week. I I really hated hated this game coming up, and mm. like it was a very entertaining game, very back and forth. Like I said, Tampa's defense did as much as they could, forcing a lot of those fumbles, um, turning the ball over. I think that the the, the Bucks were just missing too many of their weapons. Um, yeah, yeah. It was it, good to see Anthony Miller like come coming on a bit in this game. But you know they missed they missed Godwin. Like, you know, just, yeah. I had to say they missed Scotty AB Scotty as well. Miller. Scotty Miller, sorry, yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, and they're, you know, missing a, to AB as well, Chris Godwin. Yeah, you know, Fournette's only just come back. Was that AB yeah. post real? That one. No, he, someone else photoshopped it. Probably sent it to him, and he's just a fucking person. That yeah, but Schefter, Schefter reported that it was real. So if oh, Schefter, the the Raven. Oh the, no, which the one? one where he Is held that? up the the sign, like it was like a fuck you to the to yeah the no the, he didn't hold the the, the signs are photoshopped so yeah I know yeah. but did he post it yeah he posted it so someone's oh, photoshopped right, it and one. sent it to him and of course he's like fuck it I'll post that <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. hey that man he, hey. he wants to go play for the Ravens next year we'll see what <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some good memes getting around. Uh, there is, there is. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> I can't even talk of too much. Antonio Antonio Brown has accepted an offer to to play for play for the Ravens, except the Ravens didn't offer him. <laughs> something along uh, those lines. Something along those lines. Yeah. Um, yeah. Back to this game. Final thoughts, Max. Yeah. Like again, I said it last week as well. If there was any team that I wanted. Into the Super Bowl, aside from the Bucks, it's probably the Rams. So, yeah, yeah. Rams are well deserved. They they've had a stellar year. They deserve everything that they've got. Yep. Um, just hopefully next year Tampa Bay can come back and take uh, it to them again. Are they going to have a Tom Brady next year? Well, there's some. If there's no Brady, there's no Gronk. No. So, so yeah, both both Brady and Gronk have sort of come out saying they're going to take some time to think about to it. think about it. Gronk I've Gronk will only keep playing if Brady keeps playing. Let's let's be honest. So I've yeah. been having a million likes on a Instagram post. Uh, Tom Brady, I understand that. You need to get your ass out more, perhaps. Brady doesn't do that. You just have to be talented, I guess, and good looking. Uh, I understand that at this stage in my career, there is going to be interest in my future whenever a season ends. But this week, all on my mind is the gratitude I have for this team and the fans that have supported us. This year has been incredibly rewarding personally and professionally, and I appreciate everyone who worked their ass off to help our team achieve so much. Um, it, it continues the the essential the message is uh, he's going to think about it and reassess the yeah. fact that he's gone this lot like is I, he also he's he, a robot he's yeah a robot. he also talks about uh, like family like how that impacts like I, yeah. I do have to be a dad at some point I can't just mm-hmm. they've mm-hmm. sacrificed things for me maybe it's time for me to do stuff for them so who knows what's the chances of Brady and Rogers retiring next year? 
like Ooh. in the off season. I don't think Rogers will retire. Bray, yeah. Br- Brady is a higher chance than I think Rogers is. I agree. And I was, but I also I was think, looking at some odds at this. I also think Brady it, will play to his 50, so <laughs> who knows. If I was a gambling man, which I am, uh, <laughs> I would say both are back next year yeah. and, and just continue uh, to play elite level. We're, you know, quarterback one and quarterback two yeah. this year in the NFL at the ripe ages of 44 and 38. Uh, unbelievable mm. that that they're able to um, yeah well you th- think achieve it, I, what they've achieved but continue to achieving it at mm. an age that doesn't make sense yeah well you, you think of Tom and I, I think he said as well like you know I can't let my team now it means down I'm gonna be performing at my best my best level he's still there like he's, he had more yards than any other quarterback these years yep, so yep he would have probably been mm. the runner up in the in the MVP yeah or potentially could still win it we don't know the results of yeah, that so yeah he, he's in that in that battle Maybe I'm just Rogers. giving it to Rogers in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. so it's not like he's fallen off or anything like that so yeah no, he's still playing very well exactly like I've, I I wouldn't be it's not like where Peyton was the end of his career where like he they really carried him through into that last Super Bowl he he played a pretty average the entire year mm. um and drew i guess drew kind of came went out on top as well he's still playing pretty well maybe well he didn't have the best stats but he didn't also have mike thomas to help him out for that last mm. year yeah so again hard to say but mm. i think t- I've, i agree with you perhaps i think both go around next year yeah well bucks will have a pretty busy off season so i just look at the free agents for next unrestricted free agents for next year oh, so the whole list Pretty much. So Godwin's, um, Godwin's there. Pierre Paul, mm. uh, Asana Jensen, mm. Dominic Sue, Gronk, obviously. Mm. Uh, Dean Golston, uh, Lenny Fournette, uh, OJ Howard. Um, Wayne Gabbert, that's a big one there. <laughs> huge. He's the backup. <laughs> we'll miss. We'll miss him. Uh, he might be the starter next year. Who knows? <laughs> well, I, um, I think it's, it's they're there. they're all on like the one year deals at the moment. It's very much on. Um, yeah. And Brady, if Brady's back, they're probably signing on for another year to tap, make another run. That's kind mm. of what they're looking at. So, well, again, if Brady's back, yeah. who else sort of wants to try yeah. and chase that? Yeah, exactly. That ring as well. Plenty, so, plenty, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. They, they know what's up. They know what they're signing up for. And that's for trying to potentially win another Super Bowl. That's it. Chase Bills, the shootout. <laughs> Unbelievable viewing. We we got it right Absolutely. for once. Take yeah. the overs. Take, take the, the overs. overs. Put the house on it. Safe. Put the, put the wife and kids on it. Um, and it, it this game uh, did not fail to deliver. Um, Patty Mahomes. Woo. Uh, but I tell you what, Josh Allen. He did everything in feel his so power. Feels so bad for him, but yeah, in in yeah. his power to to try and win this football game. Uh, one one could argue. Uh, if if Allen had the weapons at his disposal that Patrick Mahomes has at his disposal, who knows what could have happened? He's got some good weapons. Well, Gabriel, Gabriel Dale Davis. Davis. <laughs> what a coming out party for him! Like he, he's been there, you know, there, thereabouts. He's a rookie, like, so yeah. Uh, is he a rookie? Or maybe second year. Like he's very, he's super young into his career. Yeah. He's only he's just fast. coming on. He's fast. Yeah. Uh, he had to play more with Sanders kind of being in and out of the team. Did you see year. that that walk in touchdown that he had where he ran the route and the corner like just broke Bro- his ankles. ankles yeah, like, fell down. He like just did a little shimmy. Killed like, a man. Little shimmy like I'm going out and then straight up, straight at the seam and then just walked into the end zone. He's well, second, second year. Second year. Yeah. Second year. So fourth, fourth round pick. Yeah, Tyreek Hill did very similar. It didn't break any ankles, but he just ran away from everyone. He did the cheater. He did, he did the old deuce. He did the no taunting penalty. Like, what yeah, happened? Yeah, interesting. I think if you do it, but uh, you know, when there's a chance that you might get tackled, because Matt Milano was chasing him, <laughs> yeah. and they put the side-on angle, yeah. 
And Matt Milano is three yards in front of him. Yes, he's still got to make up that diagonal ground. Yeah, but Tyreek just, but... just knows you ain't catching me, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the, the big talking game out of this one, the overtime. Did it come down to, for those that are watching, maybe those that are listening might be able to hear it. Mm. I missed the, the table. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's do a redo, redo, redo. Did it come down to... There we go. That'll make some good sound. Mm. Uh, did it come down to the, the coin toss? <laughs> you saw you saw Josh Allen when they, they they lost that coin flip. He was like, "Oh yeah. no, yeah, oh no." Given the ball, back we give to it a patty at home. So yeah. the most explosive offense over the last three or four years in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, do the overtime rules need to change? Or devil's advocate, if you want to win Super Bowls, the old defense wins championships. Do you need to be able to trust your your potential? Um, you know, Super Bowl winning team roster to go out there and and make a stand. Yeah, well, it's a it's a was a fifty three man roster. Like, it's mm-hmm. not won just by one dude. No, so no. I mean, the old adage is defense wins Super Bowls and mm. well, they, championships. But so, yeah, so, but, so yeah. well, potato, yeah, potato. well, yeah. What I'm saying is like if. They couldn't hold them out, then they can't make it to the big game. Mm. I guess. Um, I like. I like that they changed it a few years ago. That you can't just go and get a field goal because yeah, the field goal sucks. That yeah. used to be ridiculous. That used to be ridiculous. Ending on a touchdown though. That's, it's over in that's one drive. Fun. You like ending on a touchdown? Yeah. I see. I wouldn't mind a revision. Obviously, it's got to be. You've got to go score a touchdown. Turnover. Yeah. Um, you know, whether it be on downs or or via losing the football, ends the game. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Like, given the opportunity, they and need a chance to reply. Going, to go, to go, to go. In the regular season, I don't care. Like, I don't want to see that in, yeah. you know, well, week, week four. So but if, it, no. if, if it's the last opportunity that mm. your team's got mm. in that year, I wouldn't mind seeing that that come into into the NFL with it being, if the other team goes in and scores a touchdown, you got to keep – you. You got to score a touchdown to keep the game alive. So the statistics in the regular season on the coin toss was if you win the toss, you win fifty two percent of the games. So yeah. it's very even. In the playoffs, it's happened ten times, and the coin toss winner has won nine of those games. <sighs> but I'd also say potentially in the playoffs, you've got your top tier quarterbacks getting yeah, exactly first attempts. Right. So yeah, it's, right. it is a yep. slight, slight different to like all the regular season Rather games. Rather than so. Zach Wilson winning the. Yeah. Sorry. So, exactly. <laughs> you're just the first name so, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, they yeah. need. To, I reckon they need to have a chance to reply. Like, yeah. Maybe, it's, like you say, like in the race, it doesn't matter. Maybe it's a playoff rule. Yeah, playoff yeah. rule. I'd love to see that. I'd, I hate to see get, get a chance to reply because yeah. I'm very, I'm very much in the defensive camp, and also like, hey, if you can't play good defense, then, that's that's yeah, on then, you. Then like, you don't deserve. Do yeah, you don't deserve it. Like yeah. they scored a touchdown on you. Yeah. Too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I agree. I agree. You had, you know, yeah. If so, it's, so if, it's, if it's a touchback, you had eighty yards to to be able to stop them, and you didn't. So I, I can see that yeah. argument too. Cause, I respect that that point of view. Yeah, because the old school, the old school people would, you know, would say, oh, well, go and make a stop. You yeah. know. Yeah. But you also got to think. Uh, you know, the the joke was the college rules. Like it'd be a hundred to hundred point game because oh, <laughs> this team scores a touchdown. Quadru- 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 back to back to back to back to back. Yeah, yeah right. well, the, the thing is, yeah, you just you players just, are dying of exhaustion out there. Exactly. If you get a right of reply, your quarterback scores a touchdown, then you go back score yours, then they score a touchdown, then you. So I mean, what's the chance of that happening though? <laughs> this game, they scored eighty points. Like it's not out of the out of the realm that both teams weren't playing great defense and they were scoring at will. So. That last quarter, I think they scored what thirty points in the last quarter. So it's when it's on the line, yeah, 28. 28. yeah they'll they'll go after it. So um, yeah, I think it, I, I like the way it is now. Maybe they could do something in the playoffs. You give them at least one chance to come back, but then 
you get to that point where like, hey, there's all there's a very likely good chance that Josh <laughs> Allen would uh, score a touchdown in this game and then go, you know, do do Mahomes then go back out. He scores a touchdown. And then everyone looks well. You can't. You've given him two attempts. You don't even get Allen. His his second. And uh, I think it's fair. You got to play good defense at some point. Yep. So. What about penal- yeah. penalty shootout? Penalty shootout. Get the field well, that goal. goes after extra time. So <laughs> get the know. kickers out. Oh, <laughs> start, start, at tw- start at 25 and no, work it back. I don't want to see that. I, that's definitely one that I don't want to see. <laughs> I'd rather they do like seven aside from the 20 or something and then it's just like, yeah, no, you throw a drink and score touchdowns yeah. or something. We're getting into old, old old touch silly rules. <laughs> old touch footy rules. One man off each each turn around. Yeah, that's right. The old last yeah. try wins when you're playing in uh, at recess and you end up playing five more because the bell isn't running. Yeah, well, the way I think of it is if they change the rules to accommodate that, there's no point playing defense. Like yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. You, you, all the teams have got to put their money into yeah, who you, can who can go. There's a 250 mil salary cap. Put 200 of that in the offensive yeah, players. I get, get, I get and, I, and as much as I don't mind the college system where you know you you have cracks from inside the 20 yeah. i i do i prefer probably where the nfl yeah. at. but well, I, I can see the argument for changing it you have to score a touch if they score you have to score a touchdown it's not that it, like it's not I, easy to score touchdowns that's like, right. and, once, and when the pressure's like an NFL, on, when you like know if you know if we turn the ball over or we have four, four downs and we can't get 10 yards then you start thinking you know i'm we're planning the off season yeah yeah, I think that gets in your head. I think the pressure really steps up. It'll be interesting to see what they do. And we talked about the Bills having one of the better secondaries, and you leave Kels uncovered. Like that's your own fault. Come on, honestly. Man. Come on, sure. man. Come on, man. Come All on, right. Man. What about this last point? Write a reply, and then next score wins. So that gives that gives the Bills a chance to reply if they score. All good. And, and then, then it goes to oh, okay. some, and oh, then okay. it goes to. Well, you then end in games on field goals. Then you, yeah, you could be potentially. Well, that's, yeah. But, then, but then again, still like it, it, and then it comes back like you still need to have a good defense to shut them out. Get ass in the comments if anyone listens. To that, <laughs> <laughs> which, which I, I don't think we're going too well. It's an interesting because it's a sport that we, we kind of have a little bit of an understanding of. Um, but yeah, let's let's move forward. Um, it, it'll be one that gets argued, and, and no one will will uh, come to agreement. I'm sure in any time soon, mm. the old overtime. Well, what's rules. funny on this? The Chiefs actually asked to change that rule last year. To he, um, to what we're suggesting? Yeah, to what we're suggesting that you would have attempt to reply, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, in this case it worked in their favour because it didn't allow Josh Allen a chance to go out there and uh, potentially tie the game back up. So. Very interesting, very it's, interesting. It's, it's already been shot down once. I don't think it's going to – it probably gets up again and they'll, they'll probably shoot it down. But yeah, I don't think it's going to change anything. And it, sh- and it shouldn't take away from what was an oh, excellent oh, okay. an excellent game 100%. which capped up an excellent uh, a round of um, of playoff football. Oh, and I think ratings and everything through the roof for the oh, playoff weekend. People lo- loving the game. Like it's it's some of the best football all season and it's happening right at the time it needs to in the playoffs. So, yeah. Championship games then. AFC Championship game is up first. They are both on Sunday, which will mean Monday morning for us. I mean, I love Mondays. Yeah, Garfield, etc. Seven o'clock in the morning, the first one. <laughs> yes, but yeah. yeah, we might catch a little bit. Might catch a little bit. Uh, going to be pretty hard to catch any NFC Championship game action. Luckily, I suppose if you can keep your eyes off the internet for six hours, you can watch a full <laughs> replay. Pretty hard to do these days. Anyways, Chiefs Bengals. Uh, probably at the start of the year, a lot of people had the Chiefs making this game. Uh, who would have had the Bengals making this game at the start of the year? Not me, not either of you guys, I can't imagine. Not many people at all. 
definitely a lot of people, you know, expecting a little bit of improvement out of the Bengals. We saw mm. Joe Burrow go so well last year before uh, having that that ACL injury. Is is he has to be the comeback player of the year? Oh, easy, like, yeah. like has to be. Um, Definitely. And and Cincinnati, believe, believe in Southern Ohio. Stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened. What yeah. do we think here, lads? I keep shitting on their defense, the Bengals' defense. It's not got enough weapons. But also then I keep saying the same thing about the Chiefs. They're not the defense they were when they made their last couple of Super Bowl runs as well. Having said that, the Chiefs, they, oh, we obviously didn't see much out of them in this Bills game. Mm. The back end of the year... The Chiefs' defense was pretty good. They had early, on, early on in the year, it struggled a, a fair bit, but then kind of peaked at the right time. But I do, I do agree, and the boogies agree. Obviously, the Chiefs are are well favoured yeah. in this game. If the Bengals are to upset them, how do they do it? Just got to score more points. Like it's, that's all it is. <laughs> that's the old John Madden. <laughs> rest in peace. Yeah, what we got to do here, guys, is score more points than the other all team, right. and we'll win the football game. Yeah, well, let me rephrase. They got to score a fuckload of points. And you know when they, <laughs> you know they, when to, they have to they do have it. To fight. I think they have to do it early. We've yeah. seen we've yeah. seen the Chiefs get, come back from from you know yeah. 21, 21 zip or four, fourteen zip down. Get make them like mm. if you can capitalize on those first two drives. You've got all these offensive weapons. You've got Jamar Chase. This standout wide receiver, but you've yeah. got other weapons, like Joe Mixon is really good, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Higgins yeah, Uzoma goes goes okay. Mm-hmm. If if they can if they can score and score early and put it back in the in the ball uh, park of, of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, maybe they can get it done that way. Yeah. I th- it's gonna be a big task. Oh yeah, definitely. And the Bengals can't have drives end in punts or field goals. They yeah. have to be scoring a bulk touchdowns at this point. because uh, it's 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 not going to be a low-scoring game. I, there's no, I can't see how these two defenses play a ground, grindy game where it's all run-focused. It's going to be all through the air. They're going to go back and forth like they did a couple of weeks ago. you got to remember the, the Bengals. Uh, what, what did that game finish up? Can you give me a score for that? Bengals did I'll, win that game. I'll chase that one up. That um, was an elite, elite, elite game. Elite game. Uh, one of the, it was the game of the, the round, I think, um, for that week. Do... Have I picked the Bengals? I don't think I did. Um, for whatever reason, I'm still shitting on the Bengals. Uh, Bengals won that game 34-31, 65 total points. Joe Burrow did throw 446 yards, four touchdowns. They, they know that they did it just, you know, four or five weeks ago. That's got to be big for their confidence, big that, that, that there's that belief. Guys, the same guys that we faced, we faced, you know, a month ago. Will this be an America versus the Chiefs type scenario, much like you know the the Patriots? Well, where, as, where as, as a Denver fan, I can't. You can't back I've, the Chiefs. I have tipped them, but <laughs> I, I, I can't <laughs> back them. But I can tip them. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather yeah. not see the Chiefs win, and I'd like to see the Bengals go through. But I just mm, think yeah. Chiefs have been there. They've they've still got the alien. They still got Kels and Hill over there. Like they've got weapons. Yep. it'll be a shootout, and it'll just be whoever's left at the end of it um, after that gunfight um, will go through to the Super Bowl. I don't think oh, I don't think an AFC team wins the Super Bowl this year. It's my Ooh, thoughts. Okay, that's that's a bold that's a bold bold call. Because what well, I'm hoping a certain team in the second game wins their game. I think they <laughs> should be able to beat everyone else of the la- that's left in the last four. That's my thoughts. They definitely have the talent. Uh, yeah. Let's keep it on this AFC Championship game. I I I can't tip against the Chiefs. Uh, you'd be mad. Not too interesting here. Sportsbet doesn't have have odds for them uh, for yeah. the Bengals at present. See if you can find them uh, off someone else there, monks. Um, yeah, it 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 will be 
um, uh, uh, America versus the Chiefs kind of scenario. You'd imagine everyone will be wanting the Bengals to get the job done. Stranger things have happened here. I'd love to just see a nice close game like we saw last week and that we didn't get... High in, scoring, in, but close game. Yeah. Or, it's competitive. Yeah. Football. Just not like Super Wildcard weekend where it was yeah, Super f- Blowout weekend. Yeah, f- 42 to 10 kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. We don't want that. We want to see these guys go at it, score a bulk, touchdowns, um, mm. put on the highlights and get it get it in there. Uh, the under overs for this game, 54.5. <laughs> it was 55 last week. Got there easy. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. I, I, they, I, sh- they shit it in last week. And yeah. I don't. Th- I, I think there was more firepower last week than there is in this. Oh, I think they're very similar. I think so too. Yeah. And 34 31, that's 65 points last time yeah. they played. Mm-hmm. Um, also, to that as well. So, going back to needing to score early. So, in the first half, oh no, I've got this backwards. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I'll move right. on. <laughs> Here we go. Well, quality <laughs> listening as always on the Esky. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's move on to the the, the market. The, yeah. The yeah. market set. Um. Mm. So unofficial sponsors Ladbrokes has <laughs> <laughs> has got the Bengals at three dollars ninety. Uh, unofficial sponsors Sportbet has the Kansas Chiefs at a dollar twenty six. That same as Ladbrokes. I mean, yeah. Um. And I that's have that's pretty high for Bengals. Three dollars eighty. It's game of football. Maybe maybe that's maybe why it's suspended. <laughs> yeah. Well, there could have been a lot of money get pumped into it and they've suspended it. Maybe. I was trying to see if there's any injuries for why I spent it, but there's nothing. So, you know, sports bet maybe a bit worried about all the people dumping money on the Bengals. Yeah, worried about them doubling their profits last year <laughs> during lockdown. <laughs> and, oh, horse racing had to go on. It's essential, et cetera, et cetera. Look, That's I wasn't it. arguing. Uh, <laughs> NSC Championship game. That will be the later game Sunday night in the States, Monday morning our time. Rams. 49ers, Matt Stafford, we spoke about it, straight into the Super Bowl. Uh, they've assembled an absolute all-star team. Uh, and the guys that, that that they brought in, we spoke about OBJ. You remember two months ago when everyone's saying, oh, OBJ's cancer, oh, he's washed up, mm. oh, he's this, oh, he's that. Just gave him the football and he's all right. Bang, bang. <laughs> Von Miller coming off. Inj- you know, more than anyone, coming off injuries. He's, he's still the same Von Miller, yeah. Turn, turns out he is actually. He's better in the playoffs, and it's been a while since he's been there. So, and and Cooper Cup, the the guy that was what uh, projected, um, talking fantasy football, like like wide receiver twenty, wide receiver mm. twenty five, maybe this year, number well, one receiver in football. Well, I think the the Bucks made big mistakes where they were doubling. Cooper, and they left OBJ one-on-one, mm. and you'd have it all day. What can you do, day? though? <laughs> yeah, true. Pick, pick your poison. Pick your poison. Yeah. They, they, they doubled a guy who went for 180 yards and touched in. So, yeah, maybe you need to double that guy. Yeah. Uh, how do the 49ers stop this high-powered Rams offense? Can they do it? Well, you got to remember their Shani is, what, 5-0 and o against McVay and the Rams? Yeah, he's his daddy. Yeah, he's so... Daddy. That's going to have to count for something. That's, that's probably the biggest thing. They beat them recently. When did they play? Did they play a month ago as well? That, uh, yeah, like the last game of the regular season, I'm pretty yeah. sure, for the 49ers to get into the playoffs. So yeah. they if they weren't mm-hmm. even uh, uh, three work, weeks ago, there was a question mark whether they would be playing playoff football. Now, it's just... Two wins and that win against the Rams in, in week 18. Mm-hmm. And they're, mm. they're in another NFC Championship game. Mm. My thoughts, 
I don't feel like the 49ers deserve to be there. They never do, but sometimes <laughs> they just weasel yeah, their way they have, they have like a rat the way. or like COVID or <laughs> well, <laughs> an undeserving child, yeah. you know, just weasels like, their way in. I just feel like the Rams play bad for them to get in the playoffs and the Packers played bad for them to then win that game. For, you know, a 13-10 game that they probably should have lost by a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. I think the Rams... We've talked about it. They have all the talent in the world. They should beat the 49ers and should beat them convincingly is my thoughts. But for no reason, Shani knows what's up, gets the job done against them, uh, obviously has the right game plan and they've their team's built in the right way to go against the Rams. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's really hard to go past them. Like, Give them then. Uh, uh, no, pick the, I want to pick the Rams because I think if the Rams win this, I think they win the Super Bowl because I think they'll play better defense than the other two teams in the AFC um, and will hold them into a position where they can score enough points because they've got weapons as well that they should mm. be able to win win that kind of battle. So I think if the Rams get through here, I think they can beat uh, the Chiefs or Bengals in the Super Bowl. But hey, Jimmy G's playoff record, 5-1. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still doing a job for him. They've already picked his replacement, but he's still out there doing what he needs to do. Uh, Samuel's been excellent for them. How good is Debo, man? <laughs> yeah, it's, what yeah. a fine. Like sending him back, returning punts, and he's trucking people. Yeah, like, he he's an athlete. He just looks that that step quicker and that yeah. step. Yeah. They got Mitchell this year as well, else. and Mitchell. Yeah, has Mitchell's fourth come, pick and he's like, come along. Yeah, yeah. and it was, forget about how banged up they were throughout the year yeah. as well. Like like lost lost their mm. two starting running backs by halfway through week one. Yeah, and he can't sleep on their defense. So they've got yeah, they've got they've got good talent. They're stopping the run. Uh, but yeah, it will it will be uh, an enticing battle. I just think the Rams have got too many weapons. Uh, yeah. I, I love what Matthew Stafford's been able to do in his first year there. Mm. Um, I'm, yeah, as a Packers fan as well, I probably have less beef with yeah. the Rams so, than, so, than, than the 49ers. <laughs> yeah. So what's going to happen? We're all going to pick the Rams and the 49ers. Curse. Football, yeah. Sounds like so, classic curse. Yeah. That's that's why we love this game. Um, any given Sunday, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Fight mm. for that. Inch. I think a Rams, Rams Chiefs inch. Super Bowl. I re- die for an inch. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Al Pacino if you're listening. Uh, yeah, I thought you were going to say shout out to Mrs. for a second. <laughs> yeah, I was going to. I, I was going to do it, but I, I thought I'd leave it alone. She'd be in bed. So I want to see a Rams Chiefs Super Bowl. I do I, too. And remember, re- that, replay that the shootout. That yeah, the hundred point f- game, fifty-eight, fifty-five game from a few years ago when Jared Goff was quarterback. <laughs> so imagine now with all these new weapons, yeah. with Stafford at the helm. Uh, yeah, how cool would that be to see? You know, yeah. a, an over. 80 point, like even if it was 41, well, 38. I, I can see the Bengals maybe doing that a little bit as well. But yeah, I think that's, if if you're the NFL and want to sell bulk tickets, that's the game you want to make. And perhaps rig it. <laughs> hey, we'll <laughs> see what the refs do when they come out. They've, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what sort of stripes they're wearing. Rams, Rams. Um, all right. I'm going to be a genius. So I'm going to go the 49ers. Woo! I'm going to either stop the curse. Did you pick r- the Bengals as well or did you go Chiefs? Uh, I didn't put my tip in. Uh, I'll go Chiefs. It's hard to go. You got the tipping comp. Um, you, you've won. Yeah, yeah you've won. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm can't. 10 behind the leader, but it's... I love the whole thing. Yeah. It's not a bad effort. That's pretty good. Mm. Um, you can't go past playoff Chiefs um, against Bengals. Um, yeah, I've gone 49ers. I'll either look like a genius when they win or I've stopped the curse and... Help Stafford to the so to his first Super Bowl. Way, you won't look like a genius. It's a win-win. Exactly. It's a win-win. I get to see Stafford in the Super Bowl, or my tip comes off as the 49ers make it to the Super Bowl. Beautiful. 
I, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing Debo Samuel in the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Rams for mine. What do the bookies think? It's uh, it's this is a little bit closer than I expected. Mm, so Rams are favourites, a dollar fifty-five. Forty uh, Nineers are out at two dollars forty-seven. We have a line of th- uh, three and a half, mm. and total match points. If you want to get around this, forty-five and a half. Ooh, I don't like the unders overs because uh, the 49ers defense is pretty stout, as is the Rams. Uh, I think I I can't see the Rams losing this game. I couldn't see the Packers losing last weekend though <laughs> either. So, so who who knows? Let me just confirm. So where are these games have been played, Chiefs is playing Arrowhead. Yep. Yep. And we're playing it so far so as well. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So higher seeds. Rams Rams will go play an entire playoff series at home if they make the Super Bowl as well because so far mm-hmm. yeah, it's, yeah. it's home for them. Mm-hmm. Second time a team's played. Well, yeah, last, the, last year the writing was on the wall. The the yeah. Bucks winning in their home stadium. So imagine if, uh, two in a row. Yeah. That had that had uh, never happened before, or it hadn't happened for like thirty or forty years before last year. So. Yeah, it's mm. very unlikely. Yeah, um, what's that thing about history and repeating itself? That's it. Also. Rams 49ers game. Uh, this is the first um, championship game where the two teams have been in the same division since 2013, mm-hmm. which was Seattle and 49ers. Yep. Seattle winning yeah. that game. NFC West. Yep. Um, last time the AFC have done that was back in 2008, Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Yeah. AFC North always very strong, mm-hmm. as is yep. the NFC West, the opposite of the NFC East, as we worked yes. out a few years <laughs> Cowboys <laughs> aren't there. And go. <laughs> That'll wrap up our NFL chat. Final thoughts? No? Happy to move on? Yeah, Chiefs Rams, Super Bowl mm. for me. I, yeah, I'd like to see Chiefs Rams. Yeah. That'd be electric. Yeah. Bengals Niners. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the exact same thing. The, the last time the, Super, the Bengals made the Super Bowl was against the 49ers, Niners. wasn't it? They yes. lost it in yes, 89, something like that. Oh, man. The same. Imagine if they did that again. <laughs> Fuck the 49ers. <laughs> I do like Kyle Shanahan and their team. They've got some talent over there, but... Not a, don't want to don't want to see that happen. Anyway, NBA, <laughs> NBA. Let's go. Let's move forward. The yeah. week that was in the NBA, uh, we spoke about it last week. Everyone's favorite dude, the White Mamba, Alex Caruso. After uh, you know a month out, he comes back in. Uh, bring this up. Let's see if you can get it on the big screen there for us, Marks, if you wouldn't mind. A flagrant from Grayson Allen, who his. He's kind of building up a little bit of a rap sheet. Uh, was kind of known as a bit of a dirty player coming out of Duke. Uh, this this was pretty bad, guys. Uh, he only copped a week, Grayson Allen, whereas Caruso is going to miss probably six with a uh, with a broken wrist here. Uh, he goes up and he, it does the initial hard foul, which is fine. Yeah, you want to play aggressive basketball. I get it. But then the second the second arm that comes through absolutely top ends him. That that second one that came through yeah, was wraps him around the head. so unnecessary and and puts him from vertical to 90 degrees just like that. Yeah. Caruso's got no way to break his fall other than putting out his wrist and uh, and it, it's, it just broke straight away. Um, we'll, we'll chase up in a second if he's actually going to have surgery on that. Let's watch it here in slow motion. This It, it didn't look too displaced, so was it just... Fractures potentially. Oh, Dr. Sean back at it. Uh, just well, he was, it, w- it wasn't like he it wasn't was, compared. It wasn't yeah, stuck comp- out. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't look like it. Or he wasn't poking people in the eye with it. I yeah, guess. Well, well, it wasn't sticking out, but it wasn't like, um, you know, uh, not dislocated, but to the side or anything. Like it still looked like it was in the right form from what you see. And like he's not grabbing at it, like, hey, look at my wrist. It's kind of just like, oh, yeah, that's like it to me. Oh, he knew something was up. He, he definitely knew something was up, like it was hurting, but it's. To me, it doesn't look like. Uh, to me, it looks more like fractures than. Um, but 
that what, are freshers, potentially- freshers don't get surgery to that? Uh, depends. Depends on how bad they are. Like if, <laughs> there we go. if, if it needs a pin, <laughs> if it needs a pin, yes. Actually, it looks uh, a little bit worse there. That one. But uh, <laughs> uh, if if not, it'd be in a cast for six weeks anyway. So like he's not he's going to be out for a long time. Six to eight mm. is what they're saying. Uh, any news on surgery? Maybe they may they might not have said just yet. Mm. What do you think about Grayson? Uh, one week is that enough for that? Uh, sorry, not not one week. One game. One game. Yeah. Cost him about thirty grand. Hard to say. It was rough. They were both in the movement, and he does get his arms tangled up. But it's it's not that's, that no, they give him no, the second. He doesn't get his arm. arms tangled up, man. Well, I think it's, they give the him first some. One, the first one's the foul. That's yeah. all you need to do. That second arm that comes in and chops him is yeah. is that's that should be a flagrant too, and that should be multiple games sp- spent on the sideline. In in my opinion, look, the first one that's yeah. fine. That right arm doesn't need to come down and slap him down. That first one, yeah. Hard failing, make him go to the line, sure. Yeah. It's hard to tell how much the right arm impacted whether the left arm pulling him down was actually the motion, which was within that foul. But uh, like, if maybe they gave him slightly benefit of the doubt and now he's getting that dirty I think sports. He, I like, think he got heaps of benefit of the doubt here. Yeah. Because I think he grabs him with the left and the right kind of comes across and sweeps, doesn't really connect too much. It's kind of... But the left, ball, for but. me, the left pulls him, was pulls him down and... He changed his angle. Like he's above, he's horizontal. Like it's not a good look. Well, man, you have been agreeing a lot in, in our yeah. tips and uh, <laughs> and the rest of it. This episode, I'm gonna I'm gonna strongly disagree. I, I think I think that's bad. I think yeah. that's bad. And I think Grayson should have had something to answer for there. It's not like he shoulder charge or hip checked him. But I can see. Well, that. Look, you watch it sort of 80s and 90s basketball. You know, this yeah. kind of probably a regular occurrence. But yeah, yeah I it, think I just think it's it was so so unnecessary. I yeah. think what works in Grayson's favour in this as, in this incident is Carissa hasn't really made the shot yet, so it looks like Grayson is going to swat the ball, but he twists. He, he still twists him. He still twists him. like he can't get the shot off because he's, yeah. he's getting twisted. So there's no. It, he's going in for a hard foul. That's fu- that's fine. That's fine. That's that's fine. Yeah. Make him go to the paint. Uh, make him go to the line. Sorry, and and shoot too. It's uh, it's it's too much. It's too much for mine, and the the penalties was unders. Let us know in the comments um, if if you think uh, Grace and Allen deserved more for this, yeah. or was it just a a good hard uh, uh, defensive play? I think at least a week, not the one game like you're saying. He's got to miss at least a couple of games. That's that's yeah, my thoughts exactly. Jason Tatum <laughs> dropped fifty this week uh, against the Wizards. Uh, going into that game, he'd actually missed twenty threes in a row. Deletes the head noise and goes bang, 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 bang. That might have been nine. He dropped he dropped nine threes in this one. A career high game for Jason Tatum. When they're on the Celtics, they they can look pretty good. Although have been a touch disappointing this year. And then probably the biggest story of the week: the return of Anthony Davis, the brow. Comes back for the Lakers. Had missed 17 games with his MCL sprain. The Lakers went 7-10 and 10 in that time. Uh, f- first play back, I sent it to you boys. The King, he's got his he's got his best pal back there in LA. Just nice little alley-oop. How are you going? Thanks for coming. Uh, they actually beat the Nets uh, by 10 points in this one. Obviously, KD uh, only a week into that MCL recovery. Yep. And it was a Lakers home... No, sorry... A Nets home game. So, 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 so no, so no anti-vax Kyrie there. AD, 25 minutes, just had the eight points. Um, 
Did, did you pop that in? Yeah, I did. So Monk's did, he, did he re-aggravate? He did go off the tunnel at least once. Um, okay. So I just want to see if Monk's, you could, was there any detail on AD? Was he potentially re-aggravate and something? Because he did have that big slam. I think he had mm. another big dunk later in the in the game as well, but he went straight up the tunnel after it. So uh, Yeah, so off that yeah. big dunk over Embiid, he did something to his wrist. Yeah, obviously no one watching any ball today. No. Ah, 34 he minutes, 31 points, play. 12 Okay, so he played today. Yeah, good. <laughs> good. I was getting to that. He did play. Yeah, well, there's, there's been a bit of... I, yeah, I'm, I'm not liking this full, full-time stuff. I like, yeah. I like the kind of the lockdown part-time stuff where you can just sit at home and watch sport all day. Well, there had been chat about you know, AD really hasn't taken the next step because he's been a bit, bit of glass. Oh, but... Man. Like, come on, man! Like, really? Like, <laughs> hey, I'm not. I'm not the one saying it. It's just uh, the, the whole glass man thing gives me the shits. Like, it's their their professional athlete. It's their job to keep themselves injury free. Uh, no, like sometimes you can just be unlucky. Yeah. Un- John Wall, man. Like, you reckon he wants to be out there and you know rehabbing? Like, like no. Clay Thompson. Do you reckon he wanted to be on the sideline for two years? No, shit happens sometimes, and, and you miss ball. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I hate the whole. He's a glass man. Oh, he's a glass man. Yeah, glassman only, only makes sense. Plays if, ball hard. Yeah, glassman only right. makes sense if you re-aggravate and re-injure the same thing over and over and over again. If you do a knee and then do a wrist, like they're not the same. No, How I, disagree, the body? I disagree like, entirely. Like like that, so. Once you do an ACL, you've got a higher chance yeah. of re-aggravating it. You, you know, we've seen it, guys that just have a hapless with with the same injury yes. going over and over and over again. Yeah, but now, that's that's the glassman tag. Nah, That's what I'm getting at. Nah, glass man tag. If you sit home and have a BMI of fucking 30 and <laughs> can't, can't run a kilometre and a half and you call people glass man. Mm, <laughs> mm, mm. That's my thoughts on that. Especially a six foot 11 man that would literally stomp on you like a cockroach. <laughs> and, and find out maybe who's really made yeah, of glass. But he might do his ACL doing it. But anyway. Uh, it, it, if, it was, uh, if it was you versus Anthony Davis in, I don't know, any athletic pursuit. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm putting my money on the big brow and uh, and we'll see who's made of glass. All right, anyway. let's play uh, Paul and see how we go. I think he's got you covered, man. <laughs> <laughs> what about the wingspan? What about the wingspan? It doesn't, doesn't help, bro. He's, he's, <laughs> he's got those cross table shots. <laughs> That's right. You're going to be pulling out that fake cross thing. You're going, oh, yeah, reaching across, doing the two-handed fucking hey, shot. Hey, but I'll still sink it, so it's all good. Oh, uh, yeah. Call him out. Get into his Twitter. Challenge him to anything, like, like literally anything. Anything athletic. Uh. Anyways, <laughs> MVP race. Steph Curry, uh, he was $4 when we looked last time. He is in a shooting, well, I'm saying it asterisk shooting slump. By his standards, definitely a shooting slump, but perhaps by anyone's standards uh, in, a, in a shooting slump. I saw his numbers up next to Russell Westbrook's uh, during the week. Not looking so good. Uh, someone put up a meme. His uh, St- Steph Curry's shooting numbers look like tour dates. Um, I'll, I'll try, <laughs> try and find this one again. You know, oh, I've, I've seen it. It was like the five for twenty-seven, the, th- yeah. the three from twenty-four. Like, yeah. Well, they've got him in order, you know. So, <laughs> so on, uh, you know, the two for ten, th- three for seventeen, four for twenty-one, five for twenty, five twenty-one, five twenty-one. Three, oh, three shows back to back. There, that's that's interesting. Uh, yeah, funny meme again. You know, it's kind of like. He's he's in a he's in a, a, he's in a slump. He's, he's, in, a, a he's in a slump. He's also the greatest three point shooter of all time. So. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, but what it does make interesting is the MVP race. Uh, months odds, please. We've got a yeah. new favorite. We do. Um, is it a big boy? It is a big boy. Yeah, it is a big boy. Do you know um, which variety of big boy? Embiid. 
There you go. Yeah. Big Joel. After the 50 burger uh, from last week and yep. just been on an absolute hater this week. That's it. So I think he's gone 16 games where he scored over 25 points. <laughs> Consistency. Consistency. That's it. Lethal yeah. from the outside. Gets, uh, gets boards. And of course, Joel, as soon as he gets in that paint, it's pretty much automatic. Yep. Mm, that's it. So, yeah, his favourite is, yeah, come down a favourite at $3.75. We've got the Greek Freak after him at 4 mm-hmm. Then, yeah, Steph Curry at four fifty, And then um, Jokic at 5 And then Ja Morant at 14 Smoking up the top five. Old Demetrius. Old Ja. Jamel. Demetrius. Jamel. Mm. Uh, obviously playing out of his skin there. Let's uh, have a look at those standings, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, the Cavs... St- Continue to impress. I think they're top four as we speak in the East uh, now. Um, look, it's week to week. Uh, the Suns are on uh, a bit of a roll. We saw them have that, what, what do they win, 18 games in a row at the start of the year? Mm. Uh, they've won eight in a row. Um, Another now, long run. Yeah, they're three games ahead of the Warriors. Um, Grizzlies three, Jazz four. Uh, Mavs, Nuggets, T-Wolves, a bit of a surprising year for them. See if they can do it towards the end of the year. And then the big story, uh, I suppose, down the middle of the Western Conference there is the Clippers and Lakers, 8th and ninth. Can they lift themselves up out of that play-in? Uh, look, still a lot of basketball to be played. Uh, Portland rounds out the uh, the top 10 at the moment. Jump over to the East, if you wouldn't mind there, Monks. Uh, the Heat have actually overtaken the Bulls uh, for the number one spot there. And the Cleveland Cavaliers, who had them uh, running third <laughs> at the start of the year? Not I. Uh, Nets for 76 is five, bucks six on a little bit of a downturn um, into Hornets, Celtics, Raptors, Wizards. Uh, Knicks and Hawks a little bit disappointing um, given mm. them uh, their runs last year. Do you think the Hawks yeah. are starting to make a run there? Scroll, uh, just scroll back over to the left. There's still heaps, heaps well, of top. They've won, they've five, won, they've five won five in a row. So they're a game behind the Knicks uh, and a... No, sorry, they're equal, equal with the Knicks. They have a game in hand, mm-hmm. uh, and then they're only half a game behind the Wizards. So, yeah, it's, it's you know, only just over halfway point of the season. Uh, yeah, they could they could definitely make a run and, and push their way back in into uh, at least the play-in. And, and with the way that Trey can turn it on, yep. uh, yeah, they're definitely not out of it. I think that five-game jump down to the – I think you can scratch – The bottom three. Yeah. I think you can scratch Pacers, Pistons, Magic. I think no, you can, they're not turning well, around well, at this point. You can definitely scratch Pistons, Magic, and I think the Pacers <laughs> is now five games behind the Hawks. I think you can scratch them. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hard to come back from there. Bit of round ball. Socceroos. 4-0 over Vietnam last night at a packed uh, stadium down there in Melbourne. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the saw the goals in this one. The first one, I was, I, this would have been a controller through the TV if it was if it was FIFA. Uh, Jamie McLaren just went unmarked, uh, cross uh, header straight in the back of the old onion bag. Uh, the Vietnamese sent him back. He was he was out, he was out somewhere making a barn mate. He was out the back. Uh, just didn't didn't pick him up at all. Canberra's own Tommy Rogic um, picked up a goal four uh, nil for the Socceroos. Crucial, crucial, crucial game in Kevin Muscat, Muscat, mm-hmm. capital of Oman. Kevin Muscat, former former Socceroo, circles etc. Uh, <laughs> Tuesday, Tuesday, because uh, the last two games that we have will be Saudi Arabia and Japan. Yep. So mm. the two teams that are ahead of us at the moment. Yes. Um, right. 
Actually, qualifying. So, so we finished third. We have to go to third. No, so third we have to uh, play the other Asian, okay. Asian side okay, that, cool. that finishes third. There's no no South America. Good. Our our chumps uh, across the ditch have to uh, yeah. have to beat you know uh, <laughs> Fiji and Vanuatu and stuff, and then go. Oh yeah, from from that elite talent to go play the fifth yeah. team in uh, in South America. Yeah, so it's 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 been a good sort of re. Uh, vamping for us, but given that win, we're we're hot on Japan's heels. Uh, we're only a point behind them. It was good for our goal difference too. We've got the best goal difference in Group B. Uh, hopefully, mm. they can go over to Kevin Muscat and uh, put about four or five on them and put us in a really strong position uh, for the for the last games, which are around March, I think. Yes, March. Oh, and that was it. Um, the on the March 24, Stadium Australia is going to host its first uh, international uh, football game, uh, soccer game, uh, for quite some time. Scenes of John Aloisi taking the shirt off back in 05 it's, when they yeah. beat Uruguay to get us through to our first World Cup. Is that the stadium they're rebuilding currently? Uh, no, that's a Sydney football stadium. So at, at the, at, you know, Homebush. Oh, Homebush. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's only been called Stadium Australia for about, I don't know, 15 years. I only know it is. Oh, yeah, I know. So, about so looking at the other group, right, mm. it's looking – so Iran and South Korea are pretty much in. Yep. So mm. we will most likely get the Emirates, possibly Lebanon, if we were to finish third. Mm. But let's right. put it past that. Let's put it past that. Let's finish in those top two. Go and smack O'Man and um, and then strong showings, hopefully, against uh, the, the strength um, in Japan and Saudi Arabia. Yeah. EPL uh, during the week, uh, we saw Aston Villa uh, beat Everton. No luck in the old, you know, sack the manager and win the game. <laughs> uh, United had a win against West Ham. They actually jumped Hammers into fourth place. That was a huge match. The race for fourth is is massive. Uh, we've seen just City, well, City just have got it wrapped up essentially. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool and Chelsea probably going to finish two and three. Uh, the order still to be decided. Yeah, they're ten points ahead. I think of fourth currently. So, but yeah, uh, it's a wide open there uh, for fourth between United, Spurs, and the Hammers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arsenal also not far off. If you wouldn't mind bringing up those standings, monks. Uh, Southampton actually kept City to a draw. Only their third draw of the year. They've had two losses. Uh, Chelsea beating Spurs was a big one as well there um, in the London derby. Uh, you missed so the biggest one out of that list. Uh, what have we got there? Newcastle winning again. Oh, Newcastle! <laughs> hey, <they're mad> <laughs> <boys>. <laughs> all that money, all that foreign investment, uh, they're, they're saying, uh, we, we didn't pay all this money to be uh, watching the championship next year. Let's get out of that bottom three. Yeah. Uh, they are currently 18th. Uh, so, yeah, lifting themselves off the bottom of the table did the Magpies there. Uh, and then the, the, the mate, the tournament that everyone's talking about, the Africa Cup of Nations. <laughs> uh, as soon as soon as much, as, brings, yeah, yeah do you, uh, scroll up. Scroll you got that, that, That's quickly. actually that's actually changed the bottom three there. Yes. Uh, recently, so, yeah. So Newcastle lifted themselves out of last, and they're within nipping of Norwich. Imagine if Everton. But, but I think I think imagine if Everton get get relocated. They're sixteenth, nineteen points. Has Watford and Nor because Nor- I thought Norwich was in the bottom three as well. I think Watford and then was swapped they out. May, they may have. They may have. Yeah. So um, where were, so the other point where was Arsenal? So uh, Arsenal six, thirty six points, Spurs thirty six points, Wolves thirty four points, not out of out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, four through so eight, very close. Yeah, so that race mm. for fourth is going to be very tight. Um and then yeah, pretty much give it to City now. Although 15 games left, who really knows? But they do have a handy nine-point lead. Mm-hmm. Three games. Liverpool handing 
a game in hand. Yeah, have seen Stranger Things happen. Yeah, a bit between those three, though. Um, Look at the goal difference, those top three teams. Mm, City plus crazy. 41, Liverpool plus 39, Chelsea plus 30. Yep. Speaking of scenes, Africa Cup of Nations, uh, we've, we saw the likes of Burkina Faso beat Gabon. We saw the likes of Equatorial <laughs> Guinea beat Mali on pens. Uh, Tunisia, big upset over Nigeria. Gambia, tiny little country getting over uh, Guinea. Cameroon, Senegal, Morocco. Uh, so classic powerhouses in African football. They're all through. And mm. my boys, they, they <laughs> did it the hard way. They finished second. They, they were my tip to take it out uh, with the with one of the world's best strikers in Mohamed Salah at the helm. Uh, he, he actually couldn't get one done in regulation. This one, a, a nil all draw that went uh, through extra time and into penalties. It was one of those ones where only one guy misses. And uh, it was it was United's own Eric Bailey, centre back uh, for for the Cote Warriors, and um, they they bow mm. out. Obviously, uh, a, a typical powerhouse, a huge matchup there. Uh, quarterfinals coming up uh, between the um, for the the uh, the best teams in Africa. Did you see his shot? No, nah, was it really bad? He tried to do the no looker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So that's pretty bad. Like if you like the goalie saves it or you you've looked and you've just yeah. missed like top bins. But if you, you do a no nah. looker and then miss miss a lot and then no like, looker. He was he was aiming for the he was looking at the right hand post and like just put it slightly off left. Do you know on FIFA when you like you, you, you get you got top top right and then it just goes <laughs> <laughs> He's done one of those ones. That's it. Poor yeah, fella. Poor fella. Yeah. Hey, oh, who would want to take penalties seriously? What's Egypt paying currently, Max? Yeah, give us a look. Um, it probably it's probably not as good as uh, what they were before the, the tournament started because they haven't. I thought they might have been a class above uh, everyone else, but it is you know it's, it's soccer. They get but that's a big matchup. Uh, they have Morocco and at the the powerhouse Gambia. They get Cameroon. <laughs> good, good luck, Burkina Faso, Tunisia, and Senegal against another powerhouse Equatorial Guinea. Uh, so yeah, the, the, the typical guys, uh, I suppose, outside of Nigeria and Ivory Coast, you know, your Cameroons, your Senegal's yeah. are there, um, and and Egypt, Morocco uh, will be pretty tasty. Yeah, what what's mm. uh, what are the bookies got us at here? Equatorial Guinea for the win at fifty ones. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, like you mentioned, the the powerhouse. So we got Senegal sitting there at three dollars twenty five. Then we have got Cameroon at four dollars. Morocco four fifty. Egypt smoky at five uh, six fifty. I think that's better value than they, uh, it's about the same than going into the tournament. Mm. Anyways, Africa Cup of Nations, the pinnacle of football. That's it. <laughs> Speaking of African champions, good segue here. The final round, ding ding. Um, you guys were watching these fights together. Yes, I do believe. Uh, mm. Go through the heavyweight fight for us first. We are talking, of course, about Francis Ngannou Michael taking Ray. back that fake interim belt that got handed yeah. to Cyril Garn. <laughs> Uh, do we Let's get what were the what was Rogan and the guys in, in the commentary box saying? Were they saying Garn or were they saying Garner? Uh, a lot of them said Garn, I believe. Mm. From they end up talking more about Francis, I think, of than Garner. We could the end not of it, stop so. talking about Francis, yeah, yeah. So, um, that, well, they were hyping up Garn to start with about how he was um, uh, like a freak athlete that no one's ever done what he's doing in the heavyweight division and then Nagano come out and was like, well, no one's doing what he's doing either. So yeah. who knows where this is going to go. It's like, well, everyone, it's like everyone forgot. Like I told you last week, like everyone's been sleeping on Nagano. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah. So, well, anyway. Nagano hadn't fought a fight like this ever really. 
we'll, yeah. we'll get to we'll that. Get we'll to get to it, that. But, but in the so, distance. yeah, yeah, it's, it's a very different fight for him. Um, so went the distance, five rounds. Uh, you know, I think I said last week in the preview that. I thought it would be a slow start and they'd feel each other out. And first two rounds mm. kind of went that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd probably give the first two rounds to Garner. Was, like, was it like in Garner Lewis where they just no. were really gun shy? No. Different, they, different. Yeah, okay. So Gunn took his style, which was stay on the outside, letting Garner kind of follow you around mm-hmm. um, mm. and, you know, pick him apart, like, counter him, uh, stay away from the power, counter him when he can, use his lengthy style, his kicking in, in the game. Um, so... That worked mm-hmm. enough. Uh, he on points was winning those rounds, but he, there was nothing like scary. Sure. You know, he had no highlights. Mm. There was no real big moments. You know, I think there was a nice one, you know, spinning back kick to the body. That was like really it. Mm-hmm. But then Nagano, for whatever reason, in the third, fourth, and fifth round, just changed the scripts and he went to a wrestling background and he yeah. just wrestled the shit out of him. Really? Yeah. So. Yeah. In the, in the third, he, had, he caught a kick and um, did a nice trip and, uh, sl- like, caught it and slammed uh, Garn in the process, which was really nice, and then wrestled him through. Um, Garn did try, I think, a Kimura in that third round, which really wasn't that dangerous. No, and Nagano just, well, no, I think he just beasted it. He just bit a bit of flex and got his arm <laughs> back to where it needed to be. Um, but, yeah, just... One guy you probably don't want on top of you wrestling you around is mm. Nagano because he's huge. Um, by all accounts, potentially lost, you know, gained weight. Yeah, you know, had to cut weight to make the the limit, and then mm. gained a little bit back because mm. mm. he was massive. Like he did look like he was twenty pounds heavier than mm. Garn in this, and mm. he made him carry his weight for the you know the third, fourth, and fifth round, fourth and fifth, just same thing, yeah. shooting double legs, taking him down. Didn't really need to take throw his power. Right. Uh, won the rounds, got to the positions, got mount a lot. Um, yeah. He, did, he nearly gave in to that leg lock, though. It was a, it was a bad leg lock, but I wonder... So the other thing is um, he completely tore his MCL and had a tear in his ACL going into it. Jeez. So he wore <laughs> um, compression, like, leg, yeah. Uh, yeah. knee socks, yeah. but not not like the you know, typical compression ones, more the, the thicker, like, rubbery ones, like yeah. the real thick... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so he's wearing both knees, so probably trying to hide which knee it was, but he did get mm. um, a leg lock... Uh, which more twisted the ankle than say the knee, but whether hey, it's yep. it's super flexible now because I got no ligaments in it, um, <laughs> not necessarily a good thing. <laughs> no. uh, but he, he did never look like tapping though. Like he mm. looked calm and relaxed. Like I don't feel yeah. like I'm in an issue. Moved his body in the right place, um, and you know, reversed that, got the position, um, and got the win. And I think Nagano's quote, um, I think he said like in the third or fourth round. Yeah, um, Garn had the same look he had when he fought Stipe the first time. Mm. And, like, mm. I had no idea what I was doing wrestling-wise. So mm. I, he's got Usman in his corner, mm. fantastic wrestler. Yeah. Mm. So, hey, he's been, he's been learning stuff. Yeah. Usman's learned how to knock people out. Nungano's learned how to wrestle. I think they've helped each Help other each out. Other. Yeah. <laughs> so, crazy, hey, crazy. Uh, Who would have thought that, uh, that Francis Nungano would win in five rounds on the back of his wrestling? Yeah, three rounds yeah. of excellent wrestling, getting tacklines, getting position. Uh, main, you know, transitioning well in positions as well, and really outcast um, Garn on the floor. So, how's this? Yeah, for, how's go. this for a headline? Fernand Lopez told Cyril Garn not to kick Francis Ngannou's knee as the injury rumors were bait. Thoughts around that? Well, was he throwing a line out? 
Well, hard to say. I think Nangano is actually going in for surgery, so he's, they're not expecting oh. back for six months. Yeah, so I doubt that's bait. <laughs> <laughs> unless that unless article that, might have been bait. Yeah, yeah un- unless that's bait as well, as in they're just kind of covering all the thing. But hey, it's and we've got all the pay dispute. You know, the fighting between yeah. Nganu and Dana White. He, well, that's all the boxing. chat now. Is well, he's, Tyson he's Fury, one of the biggest draws in the in the UFC. He's the heavyweight champion of the world. He's defended his title. He's had the shits, and rightfully so. Yeah. That yeah. he, he wasn't given an ample time to you know to defend his defend, title. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Garnet had been given this Asterix interim title in the meantime. Garnet talking a little bit of shit beforehand as yeah. well, and he was taking him down in in you know they're sparring together and yeah, I know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. sparring, etc. Et How were they after the fight? Pretty respectful. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So then they knew where they both come, and I think Nangano kind of acknowledged the fact that you know. He was me a couple of years ago. Mm. He can go away. He's got plenty he can work on yeah, sure. and potentially make another run. Um, but yeah. That's it. Sergio Fernandano, I think he's angling for more money, maybe Tyson Fury. Uh, it looks like they want to do John Jones. That makes Dana's already said that makes the most sense next. I, mm. Everyone in the world wants to see that. Yeah. Um, like, yes. That potentially yeah. gets Nangano some of that money he's talking about. Mm. But then I think <laughs> someone. I mean, if he's going to go into surgery, is there going to be like another. Interim belt. Uh, <laughs> I hope head. not. Well, it has to be. If like it, it's only, it, it's only it was only it was only like two months off when they gave yeah. Gun the interim belt. Well, that was stupid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We knew that was stupid, and that was only because he couldn't get into the country because of COVID. Like, <laughs> yeah. was, there was no other reason for uh, it. It was just dumb. And Gun is thirty-five now. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, heavyweights. We have seen him. You know, they can uh, peak really late. Yeah. They, the, he, he was late into he was late martial arts in, as well. Yeah. But boxing well, like makes way more sense for him as in a longevity thing. Well, so. and look at what like look at what Jake Paul's been yeah, able exactly. to do out of fucking boxing. You'd you'd rather Francis Ngannou be making that yeah. boxing money than fucking Jake Paul? Uh, surely, I think <laughs> he, he's not. He's got the power, but there's no way he's um, going to outbox someone like Tyson Fury. No, he's not going to. Fury's going to out him. Arguably <laughs> the best heavyweight of all time. Exactly, he'll he'll yeah, lead him current to dinner, world but, champion. Yeah, but he'll get paid in the process, which yeah, I think so. Yeah. And if they did like mm. a you know six rounds or something, you know, not a twelve round fight or maybe an eight round kind of thing, yeah. fuck, I'd, I'd watch. Oh, it. everyone would tune in yeah. for it, and you'd get paid in the process. Mm. So mm. they're they're the two options. We'll have to see how that goes going forward. Um, mm. What what about for Cyril? Does he now have to go back? Do you think who's his next fight? Oh, Derek Lewis, uh, Stipe So I think Derek's booked against someone, I believe. I can't remember who. Yeah, he's going to fight uh, he's Tuivasa. Tuivasa, that's yeah. right. We yeah. talked about that. So yeah. they're booked. What's um, Stipe doing? Stipe. Hey. I, I, that makes way more sense, that fight, Stipe. And yeah. As in, let's do that. And then that potentially leads into your next contender. Mm. Like, if you can get a win over Stipe, yeah, put you straight back in title contention. Mm. Stipe mm. gets a win and it's like, hey, Nagano, you can't leave me alone. I'm. Still the second best in this division. Let's let's go have another round. Imagine a, a trilogy between Stipe and Francis Ngannou because you couldn't have seen two more different fights. Yeah, you know the first one where where Miocic had him covered, and then the second one where he was like, "Oh my god, like this is this is a different animal." Just got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, so. yeah, this is a different animal. <laughs> yeah. And before the knockout, you could see he was Tim like he was backing away, and you're like, "This isn't the Stipe Miocic, you know, arguably one of the best heavyweights of all time." Yeah, that that we're used to seeing. Uh, very different those first two fights. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Hard to say. I I think Steve Bay probably makes the most sense out of that. Or maybe um they'll force Garn to take on one of those other up and comers um in there in between five and five, six or seven, but Steve Bay makes way more sense. I'm I'm kind of of the opinion that 
Jones shouldn't get a championship fight straight up. He needs. Well, I'd like well, to see him go through yeah, someone that's first. One. That's an interesting one. It makes well, sense, but they also don't want to. Jones is the money fight. Yeah, so they don't want to lose, like yeah. have him fight Volkov or something like that, and he lose, and they was like, well, there's no point anymore. Yeah, yeah. They, they need yeah. that payoff. So it's like just feed him to Nangano, and you, and you got to admire like people like to you know throw shade on John Jones because of the the out of the out of the, the Octagon staff. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. right. The the PEDs. He's still the et most et talented fighter that's ever stepped in the UFC ever. Like, yeah, so he's got one loss, and it's an asterisk loss. Like it's, yeah. it mm. wasn't a loss. Uh, everyone wants to see that fight, and the fact yeah. that you know the the difference between heavyweight and light heavyweight is sixty pounds. That needs to be sorted out. <laughs> yeah. That's another <laughs> topic, but surely there needs to be a, a you know well, a, it's a, a heavyweight it's, and a super heavyweight. Well, it's it's a maximum, so it's not it's a minute. A maximum, so it's, it's a slightly different. Yeah, what, what's in Garnu fighting at? <laughs> yeah, two sixty five. Well, Garn fought at two fifty four, I think. Yeah. So. It's. I think. I think they need to have something in the middle there. Oh, I, I think, think Jones. Of, walks. I think a lot of people think that. But yeah. the the fact that he's been in the gym just lifting, eating, lifting, eating, lifting, eating. Yeah. Throw a little bit of Twitter beef in there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that you got to respect that that he had cleaned out every single person yeah. at light heavyweight and yeah. wanted a, another challenge. I th- I think mm. he deserves to go straight for the for the title. Yeah, that's, that's my personal opinion. I agree. He's uh, outside of McGregor. He's the biggest star of the last decade. Easily yep. in the UFC, so yep. um, like of who who's current current champs? Like there isn't a star or drawing power as big as John Jones is currently. So mm-hmm. uh, I put him right right back in there because hey, Nagano beats John Jones. You're then building J- Nagano up to this big star. Of course, you're probably gonna have to pay him, but you've then the baddest man on the planet. You can actually start talking about that and having that that thrown out there as like hey, he has at the pinnacle. Yeah, I um, wouldn't. Not call him the baddest man in the, <laughs> in the planet. Not to his face. No. Not to his face. No. <laughs> or on the internet. Yeah. Uh, what about the the co-main event, mm-hmm. guys? Uh, we actually uh, did anyone pick Figgy last week? Out of us? No, I think we were all like Marino. I think we were. Uh, but oh, yeah. I think we were both sides. Like this was this, another. This could have gone either way. Yeah, exactly. Davison Figueredo taking back the flyweight championship of the world, uh, which Brandon Marino took from him. Uh, at the start of the year in the yep. trilogy. Yep. Uh, this one went the distance as well. Sean, what did you say? Uh, fourth fight. It's probably the simplest way. Well, let's go. Yeah, Has there ever been a quad in the UFC history? No, nah, they've only done trilogies. trilogies. I don't think plenty, plenty of trilogies. Yeah, plenty of trilogies. I don't think anyone's ever done a fourth. Mm. Um, but what, I, what even? But I, quad, I don't think it's a quadrilogy. But most of the, most of the tr- trilogies have gone one way, as in one would get a win, they do a rematch, and then that same guy would win. Like yeah. someone would win it's two convincingly. Weird that, that yeah, that's right. That's but this has been a, a draw win, and tr- then a switch true, win. True. So then yeah. yeah, so it's not literally it's not two one. It's one one and one. Yeah, that means you have to. It's it's split at the moment. It's, yeah, it's a split decision. So it's it was an interesting fight, like. It wasn't a split decision in this, and someone gave Figgy four rounds as well in this mm-hmm. this match. Um, I had it leaning the other way to three uh, two to Marino, but it could have gone either way, and depending on how you scored it, Marino did get knocked down about four times in this fight as mm-hmm. well. Got mm-hmm. straight back up, but mm-hmm. um, you know that the, that visual probably for the refs is like, hey, you got a knockdown in that round. So uh, judges, mm-hmm. sorry, not refs. Um, that knockdown in that in that case probably. You know, held held with them, so that's why they gave those rounds to Figgy. Figgy looked like he landed more later on as well, because mm, mm, mm. um, I think uh, Marina had the great like counter left, and he landed that every time. Figgy and that really worried him. He mm. kind of eased off, 
but he, he kind of took a very confident, you know, chin-up kind of approach to this, whether that was just the, the, the style or the Mexican style he wanted to take in in yeah, this fight. Yeah. But for yeah, Figgy weathered it. Um, he threw his own big shots as well, some good rights. Um, did get a th- at least three knockdowns from that, and I think he, he got a kick as well that kind of semi-knocked down Marina. So you could say there was roughly kind of four knockdowns which I think played a big part in the judges' scorecard. But I was happy for this to be a split decision. And, yeah, I think a fourth. It was unanimous. Yeah, I was happy for it to oh, be. Yes, it, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, could, I could have seen it go either way. It was that mm-hmm. close. So, um, you know, figure to win, I think that creates a great narrative. They should rename the flyweight division for these two blokes and just have them fight for the end of time because there's no one else in that division floating yeah, around. Yeah. And these guys are electric, electric and, yeah, come out to play. Poor uh, Askar Askarov is going, come on, man. Like, he's sitting there as the, <laughs> as the two. Like, give us a shot, give us a shot. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I agree. Uh, did you – has there ever been four? Can you find um, – it's pretty not, hard to find. Not in the UFC. Yeah. Um, there have been some fighters yeah, who yeah, have – Yeah, yeah. yeah. Strike, strike four. So. Yeah, but within the UFC, yeah. Like, yeah. Tito and Ortiz, they, they had three, but then they had their four. I'm sure that if you look in, in the history Bellator. of the world, there's – there's been blokes down the pub that have fought each other four times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm just looking up this guy called uh, Travis Fulton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he fought a fighter called Brian Robinson seven times. Seven <laughs> <laughs> he also like has... A series. <laughs> <laughs> what was his record? What was his record? Yeah, well, across, across all amateur, professional... His entire career, he has got 255, 255 wins, wins. <laughs> 54 losses. He's a 304. You talk about 300 gamers in, in the AFL and the NRL. This bloke has had 300 fights. Yep. My word. To that, his nickname was the Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> Iron by name, Iron by nature. Don't go yeah. look at some uh, Muay Thai records. Oh, yeah, they, those ties, they fight every week. That's Not every week. Yep. They fight every day and maybe <laughs> two or three times. Like It's crazy. The have multiple uh, hundreds built, built different of built yeah. different those ties are uh, anything from the lower uh, side of the of the main card we did speak last week about it being a really top heavy card with those two co-main mm. events mm. Uh, what interested you in uh, in the earlier fights from the main card well uh, was some fun fights like the um, Morez uh, versus uh, Gills there at the bottom mm-hmm. uh, uh, with Michael actually getting the win in that with Tico uh, you know th- both up and comers coming off um, like the Ultimate Fighter or Dana fight Dana White's um, contender, contender series. Mm-hmm. So, mm. uh, like they they had sort of a bit of a backstory there. Um, Giles, I think, was a police officer as well. Yeah. So, like uh, top, but, but it, he ate a massive shot and got finished on the ground. Um, um, sad uh, was sad. Uh, Said. 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 Uh, Surely as adver- as advertised, let's just say that. Nemegamedov. Yeah, you <laughs> wouldn't want to bet against anyone with the surname <laughs> no, Nemegamedov. No, got no. a guillotine within like the first couple of minutes. Forty-seven so. seconds. Yeah, it's just went in, taken down, mm. guillotine, job done. And then Mike Pereira did what he usually does: some spinny shit. Um, ended up in a bit of a contest here, mm-hmm. where mm. he won the first round, lost the second, and then I think he scraped through in the third to get the unanimous. So, um, yeah, yeah, not. You know, some fun fun stuff to get there. Um, ne- ne- um, Said, I think, is probably going to be the the, what, the one, one to watch in the one to watch to come. Yeah. yeah, going forward, like he, he 
coming out of Dagestan and out of camp, he, he looks like he could be legit. Unbelievable. Uh, the elite uh, fighters that get produced by such a small area in uh, that southern pocket of Russian, the Dagestanis. That's it. That'll wrap up the fight. Chat, US... I'm uh, sorry, I just want to make one final note is that as well. So on the on the, oh, so the preliminary card, mm. um, Jake Della and... Madalena. Oh, the Aussie, bro. Oh, yeah, Aussie. Yep. He, um, yeah, he beat... Italian Aussie too. Yeah, Pete Rodrigo. Doesn't look there. Italian. Doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> you see, we'll talk about in the tennis in a sec, Yannick Sina. He didn't look very Italian either. There's a story behind that. Yeah. But he looked really good with his hands, like a leak, got the, got the knockout. So beat Pete Rodriguez uh, in the first round, TKO punches Walter Waite. Mm. So one to watch there. 2025, so sort of starting to come into that uh, that sort of when you start approaching peak period. He was so keen to meet Rogan after it as well. Was he? It's, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> taken me so long to get here, Joe. Just so happy to be in the ring with you, etc. So Yeah. Yeah. Rogan in the news this week. He's always in the news. Yeah, Neil yeah. Young. Neil Young. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Spotify said, see you, Neil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. We know who makes us the money. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Money talks. Uh, so Oz Open. Yeah. It's how, how, are you feel, how are you feeling, Peps? Then yeah, now I'm, pretty, that I'm pretty upset. <laughs> I uh, I had Berrettini and Sitsipas. Uh, look, I had $5 on each of them, so <laughs> yeah. probably not going to send me broke, although pushing it. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so Stefanos Sitsipas has just gone down three sets to one uh, to Daniil mm. Medvedev, the odds-on favourite from the start of the tournament. Yeah, I saw Medvedev was having a bit of sook in that second uh, set there where Sitsipas yeah. won as well. He's wasn't a wasn't a happy with the crowd now, as I say. He's had a bit of a sook in a lot of his matches. Umpire, uh, he hasn't mm. won himself too many fans, I don't know. Yeah. I wonder how he's yeah, going to deal with Rafa, like slowing the clock down <laughs> going forward. Well, Rafa, Rafa is notorious for it. We yeah. saw um, Shap- uh, Shapovalov uh, saying that Nadal gets preferential treatment. Maybe you earn it, I guess, if you've yeah, been around yeah. as long as he has. Um, let's talk. Let's talk. We'll jump over to the men's in a second, but let's talk about the, the women's first, boys. We party, party, party. We party, party style. Ash Barty is in some of the most elite tennis form. You've ever seen this oh, yeah, kind of looks like Serena kind of dominance. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Obviously, Ash trying to gun for her third yeah. uh, Grand Slam, Serena out on twenty three. Mugs, for mm. accounting man, do some quick math. How many games has she lost so far in this tournament? I've got it written there actually. Oh, there you go. Yeah, twenty one, eighty four, <laughs> eighty four to twenty one. So she's winning essentially four to one. She's been broken yeah. once, yeah. which is ridiculous. That is crazy. Um, made very light work of the twenty first seed, Jessica uh, Pug. Pegula, um, mm-hmm. she's actually a, a billionaire heiress, uh, so doesn't really need the extra mm-hmm. cash from the tennis, just enjoys it, uh, but she was no match for uh, our girl Ash. Madison Keys uh, upsetting Barbora Kriyakova um, to get herself into the semis. Uh, Daniel Collins, the other American, uh, mm-hmm. getting this quarterfinal win against Alizé Cornet. And uh, Iga Svantec, uh defeated... Uh, Kaya Kanepi in uh, that uh, last women's quarterfinal. 16-year age gap. Shvintek, 20 years old, uh, famously winning uh, the French Open last year at the tender age of 19 and Kanepi, 36. Semi-finals time. Again, Barty does it in 60 minutes. Ray Martin, I said, just, just get it done in 60 <laughs> minutes. You boys yeah. didn't really give that one as much as I thought it was at, at dessert. No, I thought anyway. it was Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. <laughs> Yeah. 60 minutes. I um, actually thought Keyes might have uh, given Barty a bit more of a challenge. Yeah, this, but yeah. It just wasn't like, the case. Well, Keyes probably a little bit 
no, not lucky. She played great tennis to get there, but mm. unseeded. No one really expected her to do a whole lot. Uh, they actually they, they asked her, what's it like to go up against Ash Barty in the form that she's in? <laughs> and she kind of laughed and she goes, yeah, it's tough. It, uh, it sucks, it, it was her answer. Uh, but I think she's pretty happy just to be at a semifinal, to be honest. Uh, and then Danielle Collins, uh, the 27th seeded American, a little bit of an upset last night mm-hmm. uh, against Iga Sviantec. Um, straight seeds and Shvantec, she was just so cranky at herself. She, she had so many unforced errors and she just, her serve wasn't enough to match Collins' uh, return. Um, and she's, yeah, a little bit, little bit upset to, to not go through. Uh, don't worry, you'll, Iga Shvantec, it that's a name that you, you need to remember. Um, she, she was going to play a lot of tennis and win a, a, a fair few Grand Slams. Um, final tomorrow night, mm-hmm. boys. Uh, let's, let's have a look actually at the, um, list of Aussie winners because we haven't had an Australian woman in the Oz Open final since 1980. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was Wendy Turnbull. She didn't win it that year. Two years before, Chris O'Neill um, won that one. Um, it's it's pretty crazy because I was having a look. Didn't, didn't Margaret, Margaret Court's probably the main yeah, one? Yeah, Margaret Court. Well, in the, mm. in the 70s, yeah. it was like all Aussie Aussie girls. So Margaret mm. Court was winning heaps. Um, Ash Barty's hero, Yvonne Goulagong, mm-hmm. uh, she won a bunch. If you wouldn't mind just chasing up um, women's singles Australian Open history, it was like literally like the 60s and 70s, it was mm-hmm. like predominantly like Aussie women winning it. Bang, 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 bang. And then 1980, donuts. We've had donuts for 40 years. Yeah. Um, you know, we've, we've had, I think we've had girls go close, um, but... Is that, is that more of the international... Like the, the the guys coming out, the travel and the more of the players from overseas coming to the Australian Open. No, oh, you'd think in the sixties and seventies was it was a pretty worldwide yeah. game by then, you know. Yeah. Like you'd think, yeah, back in like the twenties. Yeah, yeah. It'd yeah. be a different different kind of story. Yeah, you do. Yeah, so you got it there, Marks. Um, so in the open era, which started in, in sixty nine, nice. Uh, Margaret <laughs> Court Margaret Court three in a row, and then seventy two was Virginia Wade who beat Yvonne Gulagong. Gulagong mm. actually made three in a row that she lost, and then <sighs> and then uh, seventy three Court beat Gulagong, and then we had three in a row from Gulagong. So Gulagong actually made six in a row, and then some Aussie girls you probably never even heard of, Kerry Reed beating. Deanne Fromholtz in 1977, household names there. Gulagong got herself another one. Chris O'Neill getting her, her one there. And then uh, 79 started the drought. We did see Wendy mm. Turnbull in 1980. We didn't see it, obviously, but people did see it. Um, and then, yeah, 40 years of, of American dominance. Mm-hmm. Um, we've sprinkled in a few Belgians. Justin Ennin, Adin, uh, Kim Kleister's come to mind. Yep. Martina Hingis comes to mind. She's Swiss. Um, and then just a, a sprinkling, really, uh, you know, in the sort of post-Serena Era uh, of of uh, a bunch of uh, of different uh, European and uh, American players. Ash Barty is she? Look, we don't want to put out. Let's. She's let's, got she, a huge favorite. She's going to be a huge favorite tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking past tomorrow, and I, I don't want to you know say that tomorrow's. Find some betting odds for a, Anything can happen tomorrow night. She mm. hasn't looked like losing, and let's, hope, let, let's hope that she she pulls it out for us. Uh, <laughs> imagine if she was to go on a bit of a run over the next few years, because the last sort of. Six to nine months of tennis, it mm-hmm. really has looked like mm-hmm. no one can 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 go with her. Um, has has Wimbledon under the belt? Has the US what, Open? US Open I under the belt? So. I don't uh, think she's won the French. And I don't. I think she might have. Yep. I, I think it's Wimbledon and French. Oh, there you go. So yeah, f- yeah Wimbledon and French. Yeah, yeah, made fourth round. Yeah, in four, all, uh, US Open. Yeah, yeah. the US so, Open's the one she has. 
Hopefully she can go on a bit of a run. Uh, what are the odds tomorrow? Because and again, if we go through Australian betting on agency, you're probably get, oh, getting half of, what, half of what she's worth. <laughs> I've been just taking a straight set. Each game you've been getting like a dollar sixty, dollar seventy yeah. for, for straight sets. Um, so didn't really work out. I don't know the things in the multi, but <laughs> I always could count on Ash. And we'll talk about the the special case in in a second. Mm. You, obviously, divide dividing a nation. There's no one that you go, oh yeah, Ash Barty. Oh, she's you know she's she, she's the most <laughs> humble, gracious, kind of softly spoken, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like lovable character that we've had in in mm. a, quite some time. And uh, and the whole nation will be uh, will be watching her tomorrow night and, and cheering mm. her on. This is unbackable odds. <laughs> you think shorter yep. than a dollar ten? No, no, not winks odds. Not quite winks. Not, okay. not quite. Not, not quite winks. Um, so Ash is favourite at a dollar eighteen. Collins is out at four dollars eighty. Um, so Ash sure. to win uh, to nil is a dollar sixty. There you go. Straight maybe sets. Maybe there's your there's your, your cash there. Uh, straight sets to nil in tennis. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you call it? Mm. I don't know. Love. Kevin Love. (laughs) Men's singles? Men's singles. Well, yeah, we just spoke about uh, the final has been decided. uh, decided It will be Medvedev Nadal. So if Nadal wins, is that 21 for him? Will he take sole ownership? No, he will equal, I believe. I thought he and Federer were equal 20 and Novak caught up to them during COVID last year. Monks will chase that one up. I yeah. thought it was to equal. I thought he was one behind Novak and Roger. Whilst he chased that up, let's run through how we got there. Uh, Matteo Berrettini, he went five sets with uh, Gail Monfi. Uh, Monfi had his 17th Australian Open, never got that Grand Slam, made a ton of money. And it, 17. It, yeah, seven, 17. Uh, it doesn't look, doesn't look it, doesn't look it. It's still in incredible shape and, and fitness. Uh, maybe born in the wrong era, kind of. A stri- I love Gail. Eh? Just yeah. the way he plays tennis, just yeah. electric big, to watch. Yeah, hard serving. Hard to believe that that he's been there that long. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he he is it the last time that we see him down under? Possibly. Uh, Rafa. Uh, we, I spoke before about uh, Shap- Shapovalov. Uh, not being too happy about Rafa getting preferential treatment. Maybe he's earned it, maybe not. Mm. Uh, pass made light work of Yannick Sinner. Uh, Sinner is he's Italian. It's a mm. German name. He's from mm-hmm. a German-speaking area of Italy. Okay. So yep. work that one out. Up yep. on the border there with Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's 20 years old. He's he's going to be a future star. To What's be. his world ranking? I'm assuming, is he 11 in the world? Or is well, he's seeding he's 11, so he's ranking his... Probably around that. Yeah. You, That's you, still you, elite for 20. Isn't it? And, well, another young man who, who really pushed uh, Medvedev is uh, Felix auger Aliasime, mm. who actually won the first two sets on Australia Day. Yeah. I had him at $7.50. <laughs> I was going, go, you good thing. Go, go. Go. And there's a lot of fucking around with the opening and closing of the roof. Yeah. They, it's like um, it's like we don't have we- the ability to forecast weather or look at radars or anything. It's not accurate, Peps. We worked this out. <laughs> it's all just made up. But it's tennis. <laughs> yeah, it's just, tennis. just close the just roof. Keep it fucking closed. Yeah. Who cares? But it's too hot, bro. Oh my! God. You're keeping all the COVID in. I don't know. It, it did. Oh, the COVID. Yeah. That Come on, this thing. isn't that Western Australia. Let, let's, yeah, let, let's remember. Let's keep the roof open to spread the COVID out. 
<laughs> anyways, anyways, COVID, COVID aside, it really changed. It really changed the flow of this. Yeah, you lose your momentum. Let them settle and, and let Mavrodev come back. And the were all back. over. Yeah. Like if you're if mm. your foot on the throat, then you've got to take it some time. You start thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and Medvedev, to his credit, fought back. I think this one pushed a five-hour game um, on on uh, yeah. late late on Australia Day uh, again. Shout out to Yannick Sina. Shout out to uh, Felix Auger, alias Sam, 19 and no, sorry, 20 and 21 years of age. Uh, we'll see a lot of them going forward. Yeah, uh, they definitely. might they might be thinking, oh, yummy. We've we're unlike Monfi that got sort of in the in the maybe, wrong time, wrong yeah. era. We've kind of got a changing of the guard time. We'll see in the next few years as well, Nova, Novak gets on. Rafa's only got a few left. Yeah, well, I think, I think Rafa... That, that top of his head doesn't look like it's got much left in it. It's a big old slap of no, I, I think uh, I think Nadal and Roger, sooner rather than later, will finish up. Well, Rafa, and then you'll get Novak is the, the villain at the top that you have yeah, to well, get he's through. He's just going to go pilfer in a few, mm. really, yeah. in the next sort of three or four years. Definitely. Um, but... Yeah, like, again, you can say what you like about Novak as what you think of him as a human being. There's mm. undeniable that he's well, going to be the greatest tennis player of all time. Uh, what did you have there? Not in Australia, though. <laughs> Maybe not for the next three years. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's not a news story going out through 2022. Oh, it will be. There'll, there'll be a... We'll see. Uh, well, December next year, there'll be another court it. case. Let's for let's, coming through. let's boycott it like a, uh, like a diplomatic boycott of the yeah. Winter Olympics by some... Spicy. Yeah, well, we're, we're, we're I'm against. Not, I'm not saying that. It's already been done. <laughs> we're against the Novaks. So uh, let's go. Anyways. No, yes. Yeah, so. They're all legal um, at the moment. They're all so yeah, on 20? Yeah, all yeah, on 20. 20. Yeah. Um, so. So Nadal will. Be, we'll take the lead. Will be the GOAT if he can yep. grab one here. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we get This some? will be only the second time he's won the Australian Open. Yeah, if he does. And, and, um, and hasn't won it since 2008. Nine, mm-hmm. uh, which is mm. which is wild. Thirteen years ago. Well, he played. Years. What's it? Twenty nineteen. He, he and Roger played the the epic. He's zero and four. He's zero and four. Yeah. In in Australian mm. Opens. So I don't like his chances against Medvedev either. Since so. since the win, he's obviously one and four total. Yeah. You don't like his chances? What nah. are the bookies think? What are the bookies think? What about Rafa? He was the sixth seed, I think. Um, going hasn't into played this a one. lot of tennis. I don't think hasn't hasn't played a lot. He's you know his body's getting on. He's still so fit. He's still so fit. Yeah. Mm. Uh, he's got. He's, he's still got, got the technical game that he's really known for. Like well, he's he, got the, he, he can get over. He can get over the tennis court and he can put the ball where it needs to be. Like he's, he's still Rafa. Like that doesn't disappear. He's still, yeah. he's still Rafa. How about this one uh, that came up in the chat today? Who's mm. more fidgety, Rafa Nadal or Steve mm. Smith? Because they're both king fidgeters. I think, well, I think Rafa's more superstitious it's and like routine. Like he's got to do the exact, exact same thing every yeah. single time. I, Pull the wedgie out, do yeah. the hair, do the hair. The I, I, I don't think just, Smith does to that degree. He's more of a fidgeter, whereas, yeah. whereas Nadal's more of a routine. Yeah, Smith doesn't waste a minute between every ball being bowled to do his routine before the next one comes down. <laughs> so that's probably my difference. I like it. What, uh, what's, what are the bookies got here? What are the yep. odds? So bookies do have Medvedev, Medvedev um, favourite at dollar fifty three. Rafa is out at two dollars forty at the moment. Um, that's the only market. Get, a, get on Rafa for the culture. Look, Medvedev hasn't won himself too many fans. I don't think this no. this Australian Open. You see, uh, <laughs> he paid himself to Novak in yeah, his last match. Like, he got booed. Yeah, he got that's booed. the worst thing you could do in Australia. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I also think, anyways, we're not going to go down. That. <laughs> Don't bait me like that. Don't bait me like that. The last, the last story. Uh, if you wouldn't mind scrolling down there, Jim. Yeah. Sue. The, the, 
New new tennis. New tennis. Happy Gilmore. Happy yeah. Gilmore's on yeah. tour. We are talking, of course, about Nick Kyrgios and Thanasi Kokonakis. Mm. Everyone uh, that's played them, though, has hated it. Hated them. <laughs> and half of Australia hates them and half of them loves them. It seems yeah. to be the younger generation, the, the rowdier well, kind of football crowd. I've got to say, for the Rafa fans, um, not in the semi, but in the previous match, they did get stiffed because they were showing... Rafa, and then after two sets, he was up. Mm. Uh, they switched to the special Ks, and then he had to go to nine now what, to Rafa? find Rafa. Yeah, they're bu- so, yeah. that's huge. The, the fact that they're bumping Rafa on exactly. the men's singles yeah. to, to watch them, but it's it's showing the the entertaining brand of mm. tennis that they're playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the purists, the old the old boomers, they would be hating it. I hate guarantee it. you, they're swearing on live TV. Yeah, uh, they're you know they're celebrating like you know like US sports stars do. Um, they're not pro- perhaps. You know, playing in the traditional gentlemanly fashion of oh, tennis. Yes. However, yeah. however, we're used to the gentleman Federer, the gentleman Nadal. Mm-hmm. If you go back and look at sort of eighties and nineties tennis with your McEnroe's and your Agassiz, mm. there were some big temper tantrums, some fiery characters yeah. in, in those days. So maybe it's just you know, like fashions come around. You know, the mullets back, the mustaches. Mm. But you got you got to remember Leighton, of course, with his classic celebration. Yeah, like, yeah Leighton was a brat. At, you know, early mm. on. Uh, Leighton also won a few Grand Slams in singles, but was not won in the world at one point. Anyways, so. it's 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 so interesting. It's really divided a nation. Yeah, you love or hate it, it's entertaining. Whichever way you go, oh, yeah. You, you, I'm I'm glued. I've enjoyed watching. Well, it's going to be an all Australian final. Is probably also and, excellent. And yeah. and shout out to Matthew Ebden and Max Purcell who have quietly gone about their business. <laughs> yeah. Did you see their semi final? There no, was, I don't think anyone did. Yeah, I think there, was, there was the coaches, I think some ground staff, I think a few pigeons perhaps across yeah. the, uh, the the top seats. Uh, poor, yeah, a special case of packing out. fellas, so. yeah. But tomorrow night it's going to be wild. We've got yeah. we've got Barty mm. playing, uh, you know, for... for the um, early game, yeah. Yeah, for her first Australian Open title and the first... Uh, in, f- what have we got, 44 years yep. uh, by an Australian woman, uh, followed up by the, the weirdest, you know... S- scenes in tennis, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the encouraging of, of binge drinking, the swearing on live TV, pretty much yeah. stuff that we do here on on, yeah, uh, on YouTube. Why don't we? Why are we? Uh, you know, getting prime time uh, again, but possibly lack of talent. <laughs> uh, it was interesting as well. They beat they beat uh, Nikola. Um, Metkic and Mate Pavic mm-hmm. in the second round. They were the number one seeds, yep. and this is where all the momentum kind of started. And apparently, that you know, they, they wanted to be, a, they wanted a bit of biff in the in the. Lock, yeah, of course, the Crows want to fight them. in the locker room. Your word's not mine. Your word's not mine. <laughs> uh, and and the boys came enjoy your flight home in the yeah. in the yeah. press conference. And now that's you know every single person that they beat, their whole thing is enjoy your flight home. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. just getting absolutely trolled. Um, they went through 15 seeds, Ariel Beha and Gonzalo Escobar. And then uh, Tim Putz and Michael Venus. This one was was interesting. Uh, a, a lot of fire. Uh, the, the Kiwi in particular, yeah. Michael Venus, giving it back. Uh, and and after yeah. after they, they said in to Jim Courier, it was like 5 o'clock in the afternoon, let's mm. fucking win this thing <laughs> yeah. on free-to-air television. <laughs> He's going, whoa, like, t- tennis has changed a little bit. Yeah. And then... Uh, Kokonakis is coming. Yeah, come sink, piss, and watch us. And yeah, they're definitely entertaining. What do you think, boys? What do you think about it? Is are, are Kyrgios and Kokonakis the special case? Are they bringing a bit of Happy Gilmore to um, to tennis, or are you with the purists and it's a bit much? Where do you kind of sit? Well, the purists, like you said, the traditionalists hate it, mm. but they they appeal to the Australian larrikin. So, which is you know 
uh, a large portion of it love that. So, that <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that enjoy drinking beer yeah. and being loud at sporting events. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. On the tennis side of it, I give props to Kyrgios. I, th- I think that a lot of people have been saying, you know, Kyrgios plays better when he doesn't play for Kyrgios. So, well, that's him and the him and yeah. him and Kokonakis are like I think. The cock just gets the best out of him. The cock does get the best out of him. <laughs> so they just like the, the camaraderie and the mates. It's probably yeah. what Kyrgios yeah. needs. Yeah, he, he probably prefers team sports over you know playing. Well, by, he's, he's always always basketball said if, fan, yeah, if he yeah. wasn't in yeah. the if he wasn't playing tennis, he'd be playing basketball. And he's played excellent in the Davis Cup and that like in a team sport kind of yeah, yeah arena. Maybe needs, so maybe he needs a bit of that. Yeah, so obviously maybe tennis needs a bit of it. Yeah, exactly. And the, the know, numbers are through the roof. People tune in, and like it is it. Do you sell your soul? What's it? What's it? I, I'm going to say. Well, it. Let, let me put it this way: like after Barty finishes and hopefully wins, yeah, no one's leaving. They're all staying. Oh. If not, they're oh, more, yeah, more people will be piling in. <laughs> Maybe some purists will leave and say, "I came to see what I wanted," but I, everyone I else will pull in. Yeah, but they'll. It'll be a packed Rod Laver. They'll have everyone there for. And it. I tell you what, it's mm. it's good for Australian tennis. Yes, uh, can oh, you 100%. remember an Australian Open this watched this hyped? In recent memory, can you imagine doubles this high till this? Oh God, no, 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 no. So I think, uh, and the fact that you know there was a lot of uh, kind of conjecture: would the whole thing go ahead uh, Mm. with the COVID uh, world that we live in? Uh, For it Mm. all to go ahead, you know, with you know crowds, sure they haven't been one hundred percent capacity, but they've been loud. Uh, And I saw they they just allowed an extra two thousand tickets uh, for tomorrow night's finals. Both of them. Interesting Mm. how cash always uh, comes over COVID rules, but that's (laughs) especially in Melbourne. That's a story for another podcast. Um, And we did start. We did mention him at the start of the podcast. Let's mention him again. Dylan Alcott, Australian of the Year, absolute legend. Drinks beers, the most accomplished uh, quad tennis player of all time, mm-hmm. and as you mentioned, mentioned uh, OAMs for Samantha Kerr, but also for Patty Mills, Emma McCann, mm-hmm. and Jess Fox in the Australia Day uh, Awards. Um, boys, any any final thoughts? We do have a, a bit of a capitulation here from the Sydney Sixers. They're five for seventy-seven. Yeah. Well, did you see the, the, what the scorches? Their final score was they put up. Yeah, they ended up scoring a fair few runs. Uh, Hundred and six. Well, 90 something, I think. <laughs> no, it wasn't 190. I'd, quick math. 95 <laughs> plus 77 is 172. 172. There you go. Quick math. Yeah. I think. So that, that's well over, isn't that? And it looks like they just got um, Abbott out as well. So Scorchers. Yeah, this could be the time of Scorchers. It's maybe now going the way we thought it was going. Uh, with the, Mate, even the if six it's, is even struggling. If it's T20, even if it's T20 cricket, both teams got a bat yeah, well, on we'll, that deck. That's out. Yeah, well. that's out. They've still got a – well, they're six down, no, but they've still got what, eight overs to go, I think. Oh, you'd imagine this is pretty much gone, as is this podcast. Uh, thank you <laughs> to anyone that has listened, uh, that's shown us any kind of support um, over the last – just over a year, 15 months. Um, we mm. may or may not be back next week. Depend, we'll depending on how uh, we go on the family side of things, yes. we'll yes. let you know on uh, on the socials whether or not there will be an episode. If there is one next week, it will be the last for a couple of couple weeks, weeks, couple yeah. weeks, yeah. maybe up to a month. Uh, we'll be moving studios. Mm-hmm. We'll be moving from the man on my right's house to the man on my left <laughs> house. Uh, so yep. we need a little bit of time to set that up. And it kind of t- comes at that interesting 
uh, time in in the year when sort of cricket is wrapping up, the Australian Open is wrapping up. We've got mm. the Super Bowl coming, yep. and you know the NBA, the APL, uh, all the soccer leagues just kind of keep rolling yep. on. We've got footy yep. pre-seasons. Yep. And uh, yeah, maybe Not the next long. time you're hearing from us, we'll be talking a bit of AFL and a rugby league. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nothing breaking news. Just checking there as well. So. Beautiful. All right. Uh, thanks for thanks for tuning in. We'll let you know via socials. Catch you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.